Welcome Addicts to the Gaming Studio and Hilarity, that is the poor culture pod, a.k.a. the PCP. I'm Carol and with me is always my partner in crime, make, taking the piss. Dan Chapman. <laughs> and joining us again for the Comic Con show is John Byrne. Hello. Welcome back to the show, sir. <laughs> yeah. Why, thank you. You have a mission today, don't you? To be the longest pod. <laughs> I feel I need to top what we did last time. Oh, you're yeah. trying to beat Steve's, are you? You're trying to beat Steve's record. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will always destroy anything Steve creates. But I'll tell you why it ain't going to happen. Two reasons. One, obviously, after what you just said, his children are still standing. And two, I have dinner to cook. So we're in, we're out, we're good, we're clean. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I can't guarantee that, dude. This is the Comic Con no, show. No, no, don't, don't worry, don't worry, it's good. It's, it's, it's all good. But I'm very, very happy to have John back on because, yeah. as we know, John is the smartest man in the room, mm-hmm. regardless of how many people are in the room. He's still the smartest man in the room. And we're smartly, in the room. Smartly mm-hmm. in brain, smartly in heart, smartly in dress. It's a lot to live up to. Yeah. Put you on a pedestal. This man is the English equivalent of Archer. He could be the next James Bond. We all know it's going to be Idris Elba, which is a good thing. But he sleeps still upside down, and it's rumoured he can't be convilled by conventional weapons. Can't be convilled. Convilled. Killed. I never, have been, I never have been convilled. Yeah. Never. See? Never. And, and shan't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have we all been convilled in a way, gentlemen? Not, not, me, this, not me. When not Jesus <laughs> took the... Oh, sorry. Wrong podcast. <laughs> okay. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Comic Con happened this last weekend, gentlemen. There's Did it? so much news, so many trailers. But I'm going to kick off with, pers- actually, for me, my personal favourite trailer, the Justice League action trailer for the new animated back- DC animated series. We're going to kick off with that one? Yeah. Good choice. Why? No, because it was a good trailer. I'm agreeing with you. All right. No, because you had that look on your face like, I'm going to destroy this. No, no, I can't destroy it. It's awesome. Yeah. Right, well, you know, it's your favourite trailer. Um, I love it, the fact that it's uh, obviously Kevin Conroy coming back as Batman. Perfect um, Batman voice. Joe, Joe Mark, Mark Hamill coming back. There's also the additional, the characters they're going to be doing in this. Um, it's a rotating team uh, with uh, Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman. I think are the three they're that the are going to stay. They're the staples, I believe. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to be the ones there that everybody knows anyway. So it's kind of like, oh, comfort, you know? Yeah, but then it's also in that trailer, it's already shown Dark Side, uh, Firestorm, a very more jokey Firestorm oh, than we've yeah, seen. Yeah, I like that a lot. He, he seems to me to be this version of Brave and the Bold's Booster Gold. Yeah. But I like the you see the you see Lex, you see Extra Gun, the Demon, uh, Booster is in the trailer, Blue Beetle. It just looks like it's going to be fun. It's going to be very light. Not only fun, fun on the bun in, in space. space. I like it because it's got it's got that wonderful mix of like the, the, the dark Batman action thing and Wonder Woman and gravitas and Superman and seriousness. But it's got the brave and the bold kind of humour and vibe and slight feel in the animation as well. Yeah, it has. They're they're, they're not so angular. It's a bit more rounded, and I love that bit of. Firestorm being like, you know, oh, I'm, oh, I can fix that. I just need some electrical tape. I need some duct tape. I need, I need a lot more duct tape. So it was it? Oh my god, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. Am I in trouble? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, thought was, I thought that was just brilliant, man. What did you think, John? Yeah, it's so interesting. I get what you mean about the brave and bold humour, which is so difficult to pull off as well. Yeah. Because when they did brave and bold, that was magic. That oh. could have gone really deep into the abyss of, oh, this is just terrible. But the but great thing—it's a fine line they walk, and the humour does seem to be there. Well, with make it light enough in time. With the yeah. brave and the bull, they managed to do that fine line between Saturday morning cartoon show for kids and Saturday mo- morning cartoon show for people who used to be kids. Yeah, exactly. And that's a lovely little tightrope to meander down, I think. Uh, I think that they got it right though with it is that they didn't do any big heroes until season two or three. I mean, you, you didn't get Wonder Woman in set for. Uh, you mean Mothman wasn't a big villain? No. But I love Mothman. I know you love Mothman. 
Look at them there, flitting around a light bulb. <laughs> Full of angst. And prophecies. No, but no, no, different one. No, different no, helmet. No, different no, helmet. <laughs> Just League action will debut in September. So, because nice. got, so it's not actually that long a wait. Uh, the next big news that dropped at the same time Friday morning was all the Netflix trailers. The Luke Cage, yeah. Iron Fist, and Defenders trailer. Uh, Dan, you're the biggest... Yeah, Defenders teaser. Teaser, teaser. Yeah. my bad. Yeah. Um, you're the biggest uh, Luke Cage fan in the room. Do you want us to talk about the trailer, what you felt about it? I, other than other than the music choice, and I'm not arguing with the music choice. I'm just what, old dirty choice. bastard? Yeah. Can't go wrong. That's a pretty Rest trailer. Because you see Luke Cage, you see Power Man at his best, he is being a power man. Mm-hmm. Being shot at, not bothered, not even bothering to stop to feel the bullets. You see other things where superheroes are impervious to pain, but they have to react to it, so the bullets hit off them and they kind of stop. Mm-hmm. No, Luke Cage just keeps walking through it. I love that. I love that little thing where he's just walking. Like, he knows what he's got in his mind, he knows what he's doing. That was brilliant. I love the fact he pulls the door off something. I can't remember if it's an SUV or a van or something, but he pulls the door off it's a truck. And he uses it as a, not only as a weapon, not only as a shield, but also as an ability to stop people too. Doesn't kill anybody in the trailer. Again, doesn't kill anybody in the trailer. Just wraps the door around the guy. Loved the trailer. Thought it was brilliant. But my favourite part, if we're talking mm. about all the net, dropping Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah. Was, for me personally, was the Iron Fist trailer. You really enjoyed the Iron Fist trailer. It. I Iron Fist trailer was the best trailer they yeah. got. Mm. Definitely. It's intriguing. It doesn't give too much away. Now, personally, with Luke Cage... I didn't really see that as a trailer. I felt that was just an extended clip bookended by two scenes of dialogue. Yeah. And not being funny, I was watching it and I thought, another fight in the hallway then. Yeah. It's going to get old pretty fast. Well, that's a framing device that works, you know. As a framing device, it works, but as an actual trailer... Only, to they've, clearly still got, they've still clearly got old boy on their mind as the perfect fight in a hallway <laughs> is the old boy hammer, hammer scene. Right? To be fair... The old boy hammer scene is the pivotal hallway fighting scene. Yeah. So they've obviously got that on their minds. But no, it's, it's I think the raid really overtook it eventually. There's a lot more style than just a hammering there. I know, but, but, I, but, but I, for, I'm old school. But for pure beauty of violence for violence sake, which we, well, I never ever justify, mm-hmm. except in the case of old boy, because they did so well. Because you also see, not, not to go off on a tangent of old boy, yeah, but yeah. you also oh, no, no, see no, but get your point across. him kind of figure out why he's doing it and why he's not doing it and whatever. If you haven't seen old boy, Massive spoiler alert. Turns out... Origi- original. Original boy, not the one with Samuel Jackson and Josh Brolin, because that was... Good? Meh. It's watchable. Meh. Kind of. Meh. Thank you very much. But I understand why they're doing, again, that over-the-shoulder tracking shot. It does look sexy. It does look sleek. It does show off Power Man, Luke Cage, and all of his glory. It, it's a great you were literally along that ride with him. It was a, yeah, it was a really, really great scene. I've got my silver tiara and yellow shirt. There has to be either a flashback or a Halloween party or a costume party where he's wearing a silver tiara. Or it's tiara. not being in a, in a dry cleaners or he gets given it by mistake. Yeah, it has to be. You know, like they think he's a big drag queen or something from Devil's Kitchen. It has to be something like that. But that Power Man is coming back in the comics in November. The original 70s looking yeah. Power Man. With the afro and the band. And I the believe band. the shirt was silk. Yes, sexy. It certainly looked smooth and swished. <laughs> so the iron. So you guys like really enjoyed the. I iron really man enjoyed it. For me, for me, for me, it didn't give too much. Yeah, it but that's what I wanted. Nothing from it. but it piques yeah. your interest. And oh, also yeah. as well, not only do we actually get to see him use the iron fist when you think about it, when he punches the massive door, it's off a garage. I would. Uh, no, no, he punches through a wall. Punches through a wall. Yeah, through a huge hole in the wall. Well, that's the iron fist. But you don't get to see him centre his chi or embrace the dragon heart or whatever. 
I wouldn't have seen like the, the, the tattoo or maybe just even just the hand glow a little bit. That for me. Oh, I, we'll, I know that's oh, we'll get on to, stuff. We'll get on to glowing things a little bit later. Yes. Because there's something that I does not sit well with me about glowing things, but we'll get onto that later. What I like I about think me and you have polar opposite views on yep. that one. <laughs> oh fuck yes. <laughs> what what I liked about the Iron Fist trailer is it captured for me, even just in that little bit of trailer, it captured that seventies hysteria that they had with Kung Fu. And yeah. that's what Iron Fist was originally all about. It had that vibe of like, you know mm. like literally like Kung Fu, David Carnine and like yeah, no, but it's, it's, it's the standard story that they told in like the seventies that of a uh, white man goes to the east, learns ancient ways, comes back, brings superhero. It back. It's, yeah, it's a story you see many times, but just little touches like walking barefoot around the streets of New York. Yeah. it's just mm, it's kind of interesting because nobody sure. wants to walk barefoot around the streets of New York. Not even the crackheads; they have no choice. <laughs> All right, that's out of necessity, not out of need or want. I liked it. That's my favourite trailer of all. The little Defenders thing as well. The little Defenders thing I thought was brilliantly played. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah, it was very good. Now with and Stick's narration on it though. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, my makes fa- me my favourite character from Daredevil doing a slight narration. I'm happy with that. Yeah. It makes me wonder if Stick's involved in it then I would imagine I guess the antagonists of Defenders might be the hands. I'm, I'm More than likely. So. Which I kind of... I think they've that. started building that up through Dead, the Daredevil Season 2 and then most probably expanded. Yeah, well, even in Season 1 of Daredevil you had the Steel Serpent stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. That set up for Iron Fist. We, we yeah. So what I hope, fingers crossed, what I hope is is that the first season of Daredevil, and eh, not Daredevil, Defenders, too many mm-hmm. days, isn't them just going up against wave after wave of the hand, like, you know, Freak of the Week, or the hand have this, let's send it to the Defenders. I hope they do something clever with it, and the interplay between the, you know, the members of the Defenders, and the way that I they deal with their demons and their enemies, both inside and out. I, I love the idea that there might be some interplay with that, because Luke Cage is quite I'm straightforward, Daredevil's obviously got his own internal demons, that's what the entire Daredevil comic's always been about, is it right that I do this, is it isn't? Danny Rand, Iron Fist has always kind of been straightforward. Hey, look, I've got a mystical arm, I like to kick ass. Yes, I'm sad that my parents have died, but hey, unlike Batman, I do fucking get over it. Not a mention of a Martha in sight. <laughs> I'm hoping that they don't ruin it by just being, here's, you know, some really cool characters and look at them fight every week. Because that would ruin it for me. I, I don't think that. I think you're going to get the first um, bringing together of the team, break, uh, first victory, first defeat. I mean, if only... Re- reformation. Well, it's still a mini-series at the moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, only, it's only going to be the standard uh, 13. Yeah. No, I thought it was that? shorter than that. I thought they were actually... No, I thought they were going to do it about eight or something. Yeah, I thought oh, they were going to do it. I haven't heard any I just, episode I just wish, I just, episode uh, number yet. I just really wish that Marvel had some sort of team-building movie to base it upon. Maybe with some banter and, you know, some good yeah, shots. And But did Marvel have never really done a team-building movie, have they? Not that I can think of. Not that I'm aware of. No. No, no yeah, can't no. think of it. No, no. 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 But speaking, of, we're talking of Daredevil. Um, <laughs> he's also announced that Comic Con uh, season three has been greenlit. So yeah, you see the little teaser for that as well. Uh, I didn't see a teaser. Did you see the teaser for it? No, no. Yeah, yeah, little subtle teaser. Little subtle teaser. There is a uh, underground. Yeah. Um, oh, they call it subway. Sorry, subway. I apologise to our US listeners, which I'm mm. sure there are many. There's a subway sign that says Hell's Kitchen, yeah. and it's got stops one, two, but not three lit up, so one and two are lit up, yeah. and then the lights go out, and then there's the sound of a fight, and then blood splatter, and the lights come up, and there's blood all over the little sick circle that says yeah. three. All right. That was beautifully done. It's very funny. Oh, right. okay. All right. 
Um, I did. I honestly did not see that. But cool. You didn't see that coming. No. No. I you never didn't see that coming. <laughs> Rest in peace, Quicksilver. I was going to go with the Mandarin. Order. You'll never see TV me coming. coming. Uh, the next one is uh, on, well, the amazing trailer that me and you watched while I was DJing on Friday. American yeah. Gods. Oh. Uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, seminal novel being adapted. This, this I missed out on, so you guys are going to have to fill it in for me. Um, Dan, you are you are the expert on American Gods in for me, this room. So if you for any tra- to do. For any trailer I've seen so far, right, like this year alone, regardless of whether it be for San Diego Comic Con, regardless of whether it be for any major thing or any little independent thing, this by far for me has been the best trailer I've seen. If I'd never read American Gods, which is written by Neil Gaiman, and it's all about the idea of the book is literally the old gods against the new. When you have belief in one thing, what happens when that changes? And the book is the story of a guy's journey after after his wife's killed through how he deals with it. But it's much more than that because you've got mysticism in there and the idea of actual gods walking about with people. Basically, the gods take a form if there's enough belief in them. Yeah. If they're thought about enough, they will manifest in our Right, life. okay. So it's almost like a, a belief for me to... Well, I'm this much powerful because this many people believe in me. Well, I'm this much powerful because this... And it's almost a competition go on between all of these gods. And this guy gets... I can't remember his protagonist's name, though. Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. And he gets officially caught up in all of this. And he's taken under the wing of one of the gods. Mr. Wednesday. Mr. Wednesday. Who is... Played marvellously in the trailer and in the TV series by Ian... Cocksucking McShane. Lovejoy, once again, is in a position where he will be the best thing in it. Whether it be an entire series or a brief cameo. He's oh, always no, he's, the best he's thing confirmed in it. Yeah, no, I know, he's, I know he's a season regular, but I'm saying whether he's a season regular or a brief cameo, he's always the best thing in it. Pretty much, yeah. He nearly yeah. acted uh, Leave Schreiber out of, this, out of the whole show in season three of Ray Donovan. Yeah, yeah he he Ray did. Donovan, he acted the shit out of it, right? The brief fucking episode he's in in Game of Thrones acted the shit oh, out God, of it. Oh, God, that was amazing. Yeah, marvellous, so right? Because you believe he is the repentant sinner. In John Wick. That's what I was going to say when he's fucking the hotel manager. Ian fucking McShane, all right? Yeah, Pirates 4 would have been much better if they'd let him say fuck. Oh, just one. Just, just one. one. Everyone gets one. Everybody gets one. In the Daredevil school of it, just keep it. Just keep it. Just one. <laughs> and uh, so, so his wife gets killed and he goes on this journey and he meets all these old gods and new gods. But the trailer itself is one of the slickest trailers without giving anything away of the TV series. If you've read the book, you can see points in the trailer. And I'm not going to spoil it for you because I do want to watch you to, want you to watch the trailer with fresh eyes. Because you love it. And it's got beats of the things that we all like. So it's got mysticism. It's got romance. It's got drama. It's got comedy. It's got violence in it. It's got action in it. But all in this little trailer alone. I would happily watch the trailer over and over and over again. Instead of reading the book again. And I love the book. Wow. And Crispin Glover. And Crispin fucking Glover's in it as well. Looking menacing. No dialogue. Just a shot of him. Looking very, like Crispin, very much like he did in Charlie's Angels. Looks very alive. much like Crispin Glover looks on a day-to-day basis, like you wouldn't want him to step out of a dark alley. Excellent. Everyone loves George McMental Bollocks. Oh, George McMental Bollocks. You ever read his books? And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. I mean, Jesus. No pun intended. Jesus is a fucking amazing trailer. Jesus isn't in the books. He's not in the books, right? It's American gods, and apparently yeah. they don't believe in Jesus. They believe in Trump, you cunts. What about um, no, Jesus isn't there in okay, either. Okay, right. Seven, but it's got, five. It's got, damn. 
perfectly. You nearly missed that, didn't you? Yeah, I caught it. Yeah, I caught it. I said cunt. Say it sad. Thank you. If you're gonna do it. Do I it said cunt. Explicit. But I wanted you to catch up on it. I you didn't. It. Seven five bitches. <laughs> it's a perfect balance between, like, like I said, the humour and the darkness. But it, everything I ever saw in that book when I read it is in that trailer. It's one of the best trailers I've seen. Not since the trailer for Deadwood. <laughs> Or even, to be honest with you, even the trailer for Preacher, which I hated at first, but the, the long, the full-length trailer for Preacher, mm. have I been hook, line, and sink it into something mm. as well. I urge you to go and see the trailer, and I urge everybody out there to watch the trailer and get really hyped up, really hyped up for the TV series, because yeah. the cast, the writing, the music, everything looks fucking amazing. This for, me, this, for me, to be honest with you, despite what we're going to talk about everything else, this, for me, is my standout of any news I've heard this week. From the Comic Con, the, the trailer was uh, no, fucking no, amazing. No. And like no. like Carl said, we watched it while he was DJing, and I nearly stopped him from DJing. Yeah. I want to go play it again, Carl. Play it again. The Nazis aren't here yet. Play it again. That's a Casablanca <laughs> reference. No, they were. They were angry, looking at me while asking when the death metal was coming on. Yeah, never. It's never coming on. Never coming on. I never. I don't play the death metal. Put this. Put this to rest, kids. <laughs> uh, the next trailer that I saw while I got my notes is a uh, sausage party. The second Red Band trailer. Yeah. For the Seth Rogen um, Pixar piss take, as I'm calling it. Yeah. I'm... Eh. It, it, it's not going to have the impact that the first trailer had, obviously, because of, um, that took a trope and spun it on its yeah. fucking head. But, eh. A couple more jokes, a couple of more characters revealed. It's like I was saying to John just before we started recording, and John mm. said it as well, is it was nice that the original trailer twisted that idea on his head, like you said yeah. as well. But this one was more of the same. It was. Now, no, I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm not saying that I won't go and see it. Because we'll probably go and see it. We will most probably go and see it. what I'm worried about is they're giving away the tone and the plot in the trailer. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling we'll have seen pretty much the entire movie yeah. by the time it comes out. Just yeah. Because I don't think there's going to be a That's surprise the problem with stuff it. like this. And I understand this is Seth Rogen's first big like major foray to do anything in the background, you know, and he's really, really excited about it, but... Don't give away your candy too early, otherwise no more can I think the marketing we've ever seen that's gone, oh, I'm to throw this out. But for this kind of scale, this yeah. kind of size of what he's trying Animate, to do, you can see what he's trying to do. It's first time in animation. Yeah, yeah exactly, because he's not an idiot. He knows where the money is. If Sausage Party does mm. well, and everybody goes to see it in their drawers, like adults went to go and see Daredevil in there, mm. not Daredevil, Deadpool, again, too many days. Mm-hmm. If we all go to see it, the same way we all went to go and see De- Deadpool in our drawers, mm. I can't not say Daredevil. We have this problem. Right, then there'll be a Sausage Party 2 and a Sausage Party 3 and Sausage Party shorts attached to anything mm-hmm. else he does because he knows where the money is and he knows it's funny and he knows people will pay attention to it well he's got a lot of heat and pre- good press at the moment just for doing Preacher yeah. and he's also and he's currently talking about adapting The Boys so yeah so this is kind of like him putting a little footstone out there to make sure that it's safe and secure to walk down that path well if they like me doing blasphemous and horrible fucking you know, yeah. hot dogs and hot dog buns that look like talking <laughs> vaginas because she looks like a talking vagina. Yeah. Then they'll like anything else I do. What do you What do you think, John? Well, I think you're right in terms of Seth Rogen on that. He's developing a niche. And it's he's kind of becoming the Woody Allen of crass humour. It's like we'll we'll like your shit, but please don't star in it because we all want to punch you in the face when you star in your own damn film. Oh, have any you know, <laughs> sex with your stepdaughters or anything? You know, I mean, it's kind of that Woody Allen thing, yeah. I don't think he's going to do that second one so much. I'm in love with him just for the fact he shows that you can be productive and be a stoner. 
You can't say he's not productive, Pete. No, I'm not saying he's not productive, <laughs> but how can I put this nicely? When the level of the output exceeds the quality of the output, yeah. that's yeah. when I start to pick fucking holes in it, Carl. Yeah, okay? but he's been... Hey, I made 72 movies this year. Yeah, but 68 of them were shit. I'm looking at you, Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. I watched The Do-Over. Why would you do that? Because I, I stupidly made a cash down to bet with him that I would watch all three. You'd watch all of them. Yeah, the Sandler like, trilogy. I thought you didn't look well when we yeah. first started doing it. Or as I'm calling it, I need a stroke. There's only way I'm going to forget about it. Sausage Party is better than Ridiculous 6, but that's like saying that HIV is better than AIDS. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. That was, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was dark even for me. Yeah. yeah. So sausage party, good, but not great. Not as bad as it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you, you can quote Carl Roland on that. Yeah. Well, no, like I said, I feel that in the morning. It's kind Ooh. of, it's kind of more of the same. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but no. I'm going to go and see it anyway. So just stop now. Yes, and Sausage Party 2, Rise of the Wiener, we'll all get our money as well. Yeah, we go. And he's already fucking named it because you watch as we've said before. They <laughs> listen to this. The next one will be Rise of the Wiener. I have no doubt in my mind. Or The Bagel Strikes Back, or something fucking like that, you know. The Bagel Strikes Back. Yeah. Oy vey. Oy vey. Um, <laughs> on the con floor, there was uh, a lot of um, all the costumes for uh, Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman were on. But there was a Batman armour decorated in Joker garb. Yeah, that Does was that quite, mean that, that we're going to get the Joker in Batman armour in Suicide Which Squad. was the guys that did this again? Because these are the guys that do the collectibles. These are the guys that do the... Oh, no, really these, were, these, were the, these were the, seat, the I it was production a, worn. I thought it was a hot yes. toy No, no, the, the one that, that I saw yeah, was there, a hot toy. There's a hot, there's yeah, a hot, hot toy, toy figure, figure as well. There's a hot toy yeah. figure, but they had a large yeah. one in the, props, in the prop case. But what, what that screams to me is, at some point in time in Suicide Squad, we are going to see the Joker as the Batman. But is, do you think that's going to be him in canon or a um, dream sequence? Personally, I'm going dream sequence or drug, you know, drug. I don't know. Everything in terms of this joke's appearance, it could, it could be reality. This is the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to put. I'm this strongly is a perfect cash money down. Okay. Ooh. Do you want to go cash money down? Right, you'll do. I'm agreeing with John. Mm-hmm. I'm saying cash money down, it will be physically reality within the movie world. That he will be we- the Joker will be wearing this suit at some point in time. I'm gonna go with because Batman loves a bloody um, dream, dream sequence. sequence. I'm gonna go with dream sequence. All right, cash money five down. Pound. Five pound. Five pound. Cash five money pound. Down. John, you witnessed this. I've witnessed that. Cash money down. Yeah. Five pound, kids. Yep. I'd like to point out though, you do realise that we saw in Batman vs Superman he has a history of defacing Batman's costumes yeah. that he gets for people. That's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what makes me think he'll be wearing it as to taunt Batman. And also, I just want to know how he'll get hold of it to do that. Yeah, I mean, he's breaking into the Batcave. We've not seen him break into the Batcave. Every other fucking villain has done it though. Not in this universe. We haven't seen anything like it yet. No, but it's going to happen. That's because because it happens in every fucking universe. (laughs) They'll leave with Vicky Vale first to follow tradition. (laughs) Here we go. But yeah, the, the, yeah. So this was what, this was like the giant spoiler, perhaps, wasn't it? That maybe this might happen. Mm. Like you said, the hot toy brought it out with the 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 whole. I'm calling it the Joker man suit, right? right? So the whole Joker man suit with the little arse, you know, engraved yeah. on it in the the different colours. It's ridiculously detailed. I have to give it that. And and hot, no, toys, hot to toys don't do ridiculously detailed things if they're not actually in the movie. Yeah. and will be in production. Mm. So I like it, right? Because it. 
It looks as good as all the collectibles do, and all the collectibles that they've ever brought out have been in movies. They have just released the Joker, Harley Quinn, and Deadshot photos of their Hot Toys, and they all blue. The yeah, they're perfect. spot on, right? Oh, the, the, the details in the face yeah, are amazing. amazing. So, it is interesting, as we just said, we put Cash Money down there, how it will play in the movie. Yeah. Like, you think it might be a dream sequence, I think it might actually be the Joker wearing one of these suits to go with Batman. Yeah, and I think I, I don't think he's Batman. I think he'd quite happy just walk about his house wearing it. Yeah, if we walk about the lair wearing it and getting off on but it. But everything badly. we've seen of Jared Leto's Joker so far seems to be more of the showman, less of the moody killer. He's still obviously a killer, mm. but he's more of the showman, brighter colours, more extravagant. And I think if you're going to piss off somebody you've got this perpetually complex relationship with, then the best way to do that it's like if I showed up at the ship one night while Carl was DJing wearing his clothes. Dude. It's the whole fucking friends thing. John, you take my pants, I'm wearing everything you want. John, <coughs> I'm just going to say, black shoes, jeans, and a black t-shirt. We are kind of, you are kind yeah, of... Yeah, but you didn't wear any of this before you met me, so imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and I've had you. thing for years. I don't remember you wearing this. I remember a lot of Green Lantern t-shirts and some gaudy hoodies. I've got to go with the 50s grease quiff over the hat. Thank no, you very much. Sorry. Yeah. Now, now I'll give you that. <laughs> so it's interesting where they're going to go with it. Yep. And I think it might have been a mistake leaving that prop out on the shop floor, as it were, and leaving the toys laying around. Because we've know, seen it, but, but we've seen it. It'll be like San Diego. San Diego's all probably. about those yeah, kind you of know we walk around. We love for minutes of actual things that we've not seen. I would, I would say though something in terms of regards to the Joker's costume. Now, I only realised this the other day. Mm. Is that we've all seen those shots? Um, well, that's Jared Little. Yeah, and I was as shocked as you were. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, I remember your exact reaction. The fuck, Carl. The, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. Was it seen in the, the scenes with him and Harley Quinzel and he's wearing this kind of silvery jacket which when it those first set photos linked goes and it's like what the fuck is he doing? Is he looking like Oh Bond? they're going he out close. Yeah, he looks like Don Johnson. Yeah, he yeah. looks like Don Johnson in Miami Voice but hyped up man. I think it's the night now, that the jacket, night for opera. That jacket, if it's like the replica I saw <laughs> smooth is not actually silver. It's actually a black uh, tux blazer, but it looks silver because written all over it in silver writing is ha 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 ha. Now, the thing is, with I that, I've, that I've been very very vocal about the appearance, clothing choices. I'm actually kind of liking it. Yeah. The tattoo yeah. thing, I'm never going to get over that. It's it's the equivalent of like you know losing a toe in an accident. It's there. It's there with you for the rest of your life. You just have to fucking get on with it and move on. Oh, I'd never get tattooed. I think they're stupid things. Only, only thugs and rapists get tattooed. Yeah, but I still say that I can't imagine the Joker would sit around for that long a time getting tattooed without actually stabbing the guy doing it in the neck. With I think also why that's why after such a <coughs> backlash from seeing that one shot of the Joker. Well, those promotions. That now none, not once in the trailer where the Joker's been seen, and any of the trailers or promotional material they brought up, have we seen them with the shirt off? So I think there might it's be a little one, bit. Well, that you. Well, they got removed that one of the tattoos that a lot of people have the forehead one yeah has that's gone. gone the original one that said damage he hasn't got that yeah that's hasn't gone hasn't he yeah no. no you look at yeah that's gone look at, look at a lot of the promotional stills it's not there I thought you just couldn't see I just thought no no it's that gone that was just wrong anyway. yeah no it's gone exactly so, so I think you, they you looked look. at this test footage they've literally thrown the lure out there to see what fish they catch the fish that they've got have said well you can fuck off and they've gone okay reel the line back in maybe we change this a bit so I, my no, it's not cashing me down but my mm. presumption of the Suicide Squad is there will be a hell of a lot less Jared Leto with his shirt off than uh, 
was originally going to be. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, you got that. Yeah, got a lot of the scene in, in, in the medical bay. I guess is the best way of putting it. Yeah, but also that weird boxer's outfit, which I just cannot get my head around at all. Yeah. So we're boxing, boxing shorts and like Batman tights and the leather coat and it's just like what? Well, you, you can't and of course really the uh, Alex Ross tuxedo. Alex Ross tuxedo is yeah, awesome yeah that everybody's going to be Everyone wearing that at their wedding. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. You've already been married. So at my wedding, don't, don't forget I had a purple suit. When that I was is true, actually. Yeah, you yeah. look sharper than a paper cut covered in lemon juice held by Archer in the middle of a soiree involving James Bond. I was very jealous. Sponsored uh, by George Clooney. Sponsored by George and Clooney. Gillette. Sponsored by George Clooney and Gillette's sense of self, ego and importance. Yeah. Sharper than all of that, John. Spoken about self, He's ego and importance. Sexy, dressed fancy. Um, well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are trying to make us watch their show again, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah. So what are, we, what are you doing next season, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, 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 Ghost Rider. We're going to do Ghost Rider. But look, cool. Blaze or Catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, you're going to do Johnny Blaze. No. no. The one from the 90s? No. No. The Hot Rod Kid? Yeah. I can't argue with Hot Rods. Rock Ramon Reeves, the already cancelled Ghost Rider. Yeah, but... I don't even think it made it to our issues. I think for me... It's kind of like trying to kick a one leg, uh, a puppy missing one leg, alright? Mm. People have kicked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for fucking ages. And I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from episode one. I thought it was brilliant. I enjoyed episode one as well. Josh Whedon did a very good job. I enjoyed it. It took an immediate left turn. I enjoyed it from <laughs> episode one. Why, right? even all the fucking craziness and the long, long ex- expanded stuff before they even got to the Inhumans, I enjoyed it. I used to love tuning in to watch it. It was one of those actual shows I would tune in to watch. Never mind stream. Because you know, kids, there was a point in time when TV actually happened at a certain time, and you had to be home to listen to it. Couldn't be out playing your Pokemon Go and streaming shit. You'd actually have to be there to watch it. Or you'd have to go down to Woolworths and buy it. I was you had watched it because I was about to rip you on saying you only listened to TV in the day. What yeah. happened? I used to be blind. Used to be? Used to be. Yeah. Yeah, there's a marvellous ancient tradition amongst some Trappist monks that I found. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because I'm that kind of vindictive bastard. I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think this is pretty cool. And also, I think as well, anything that helps plug the gap from Peggy Carter being cancelled is a good thing. Why are we deriding this? It's a TV series that was going on well before Daredevil. Yeah. Well before fucking your glorious and wonderful fucking, what they called, Legends of Tomorrow. Which I've watched more of and hated more. I just can't get into it. I know. I, I, told, find it I, I told you. I said to you, you yeah. have problems with it. Mainly the plot, the writing, the cast, the sets, the music. Yeah, I mean, mm. other than that, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, like should, I don't think we should be deriding Agents of Shield. So they want to go and do something with Ghost Rider, right? I, but I'm to do the original Ghost Rider would be a bad idea because the bad taste and the bad memory of those two bad shit in great insane movies is still in everybody's mouth. Yeah, and we all said that about Daredevil, and now we're whistling a very different tune. Yeah, because they did it well, and I think they could do this well. Yeah, people are allowed mistakes, Carl. Let me be the devil's advocate. <laughs> Sorry, let me be the Ghost Rider's advocate. <laughs> Alright, you, you can be the spirit of vengeance. I'm going to fucking... I am. I'm <laughs> going to defend this. I think it's a good idea. And I think if they do it well, like they've done other bits, don't take it as a whole. Take it as their individual parts. And marvel at the cast they've had on there. And marvel at some of the storylines they've had on there. 
I think it's going to be a good. I've choice. just had, I've just had a hard time getting into it, and I did re- and I did finish season one and tried season two, but even then I just couldn't get into it. See, I thought season two was great. I know that season, season three I, I am enjoyed. I've not finished season three. I kind of went up to the mid-season break and then just didn't realise it started again. But well, I kind of like that thing where it makes it has to force you to watch it in a it good does, way. It does, yeah. Season three was getting a little bit cliched I can't believe I, I can't believe I'm going to say this and this is actually recorded so Carl will probably pull this up at a later date but that's kind of one of the reasons why I kept watching Jessica Jones was it made me watch it I thought it was a pile of shit all the way through but I had to finish it yeah, what I, I like about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was it wasn't that much of a pile of shit and it did make you watch it but I felt rewarded watching it with some of the payoffs I got no pill from Jessica Jones. It I ended up okay. That's that. I just had a really hard time getting into it. It might, it might be so oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. Going in. We're, we're not here to do back and forth. It's yeah. not Kramer versus Kramer, all right? All we're right. not here to defend the Agents of Shield. All right. I think the Ghost Spider thing's good. I think if they do it well, it could be good. I also like the idea that now that Agents of Shield is taking on Ghost Rider, although it's not like the original Ghost Rider, but it <laughs> does mean that Netflix aren't going to be doing this because everyone's had these rumours about oh they want to do darker shows and oh, no, the, room, shows the rumour was that their their, their phase two yeah. would have introduced the supernatural more yeah. of a supernatural yeah. in the yeah. way of Blade and uh, Ghost Rider yeah, and we all know a Blade TV series doesn't go down well yeah, especially when you get sticky fingers to play Blade <laughs> <laughs> but this means that with Netflix having Ghost Rider removed from their choices this ups the odds of a Moon Knight television show, which really can't be a bad thing. And what's not schizophrenic Batman? I'm going to say what's not to love about a schizophrenic Batman in a white suit with yeah. post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, PTSD, oh. psychotic Batman. And if they inject a little bit of Deadpool, dead, Deadpool, Deadpool, fucking D's again, Deadpool flavour no, into it. I, I, I'm pretty Deadpool. sure we're going with Deadpool. Right, yeah, if they Dead, inject Deadpool. a little bit of Deadpool flavour into Dead, it, Deadpool. and he breaks the fourth wall while talking to himself. That could be a TV show you'd all watch because they're not going to do a no. I want, I want the round table discussions he has in his own head. I oh. love oh, that yeah. so much. Speaking of the round table, we'll get to that in a bit as well. Oh yes, we will. Uh, the last bit of this. We're still on Friday's news. We haven't even started Saturday yet. This is the last bit for Friday. Because we're fucking games in this. The, inju- the, injust- the injustice uh, to as added two more characters to the yeah. roster in Wonder Woman, which is kind of a given after uh, her yeah. key role in the original Injustice. But Blue Beetle, the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle, which is quite a Awesome! I love meeting some Mexican brothers yep. with magic powers. Well, it, it, no... Um, An ancient sure, alien just... technology plus scar beetles on their backs. What's not the love? No, apparently it's magic now. Oh, fuck magic. We all know what it is. Yeah. We only like magic when it's mysticism because it's mysticism. Give me mysticism not waving a wand and hi guys, I'm going to saw him in half. No. No Patrick Harris? Ah, I like no Patrick Harris. NPH! That one's for you, Mr. Stuart Powell. Yep. Mr. Stuart Powell. Yes, he, he congratulated us on our downloading figures. He didn't, he? Yes. We're doing well. Because I'm doing it better than you, Stu. Yeah, I said it. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on before You're I kiss my ass. in the audio on certain parts. Go for it. I can make that deafening. Go for it. I'll still give him a kiss in the corner. Uh, Saturday, um, this was obviously the DC panel. Should we just sit back and enjoy this, John? Um, Dan, what did you think of the Wonder Woman trailer? Oh my fucking Christ! Oh. Right, we'll, we'll, we, I know me and you are, are, are good with it, but look, this, I want to hear this. This also ties into something else I want to talk about, which is the which is the Doctor Strange thing as well, right? But I'll go, right. With, I'll go with Wonder Woman first, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really care. 
I've watched that trailer. I've watched that trailer four times to find some reason why I should care about Princess Diana and her struggle and discovery of humanity. I don't care. At least the Nazis in fucking Avengers were Hydra and they had some fucking character with them and they had some cool gadgets and they looked more evil. This looks to me like a highlight reel of everything that didn't make it to the first Avenger. So she's got a sword and she's at a ballroom and the sword's happily part of her dress. Oh look, she's fighting Nazis, she breaks a gun over her back. I don't care. And when did Chris Pine become the most boring man on the planet? Right around the, around the time of uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, That'll be why. <laughs> also, Star Trek Into Darkness, bad taste from mouth, and Chris Pine shows up. Is, what, what's his name? The, the new one, a positive, though. The, um... Ish. Ish. The, um, what you call it? The, the fighter pilot that crashes. On, um, Steve Trevor. I will always call it the island of Lesbos. Grasses <laughs> on the island of Lesbos. Damascara is the name of the Irish. Or Paradise Island. Paradise Island. So Lesbos, right? He crashes onto it. I stopped caring as soon as he woke up from the sand in that bit of trailer. So he stopped caring for the first three seconds of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. It looks badly lit. It looks badly choreographed. Yeah, the fight scenes are slick, but they're a little too slick. I like a bit of mumble and fumble in my fight scenes as if they don't really know what they're doing if she is that all powerful and she can go for an entire squadron of Nazis in 20 seconds then why the fuck is she on the beach at Normandy with the rest of them why the fuck isn't she just running through everybody different war not Normandy <laughs> no what, what, what the first world war why is she there with the landing because there's clearly a landing she's clearly coming out of a boat she's clearly running up a beachhead she's clearly you know battering bullets away with her sword and a shield and then her fucking bracelets of femininity I thought she was just coming out of a trench I swear you can see Steve behind the trench. No, I think it's a trench, dude. Oh, well, then I'm wrong in that, but that shows you how little I cared about it because I didn't pay that much attention. I'm just bored with it. I was bored with her in Batman vs. Superman, which is saying a fucking lot because there are many things in that film you can get bored with. None the opposite, really, dude, to be honest. But Wonder Woman is such a wonderful character to play with. The idea of femininity and power, of grace, but also vigilance, of softness, but also being hard enough to kill a man, Mm. right? With the fighting style but the ability to dance. That mixture of what a woman thinks she should be and a woman can be and what a woman is and blah, blah, blah. Right? It's marvellous. And they seem to miss all of this out. It just seems to go back to the whole idea of let's put her in a little bit of a shorter dress, not as short as Psylocke from her fucking you apocalypse. Her kidneys. Right? Which was fucking disgusting and stupid to begin with. The whole film was fucking stupid. But still. And she seems to parade around beating the shit out of people. I want a trailer that makes me excited. Oh, she's on a horse with a sword. So I've seen it a hundred times. There's not much... Oh, she's not on a horse. But she's fighting Nazis. Seen it a hundred times. Oh, look, she might fall in love with this man called Chris Pine. Who will have be now, from now on, known to me as Chris Woodface. Look at his face for that entire mm-hmm. thing. He looks like Plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie. He has one expression. And that expression is continually shocked. Whether he's continually shocked because he's staring at Wonder Woman or because he's surprised to be in this piece of shit, I don't know. I... And then, to get onto the fucking Golden Lasso... That looks like it was made in some fucking 15-year-old kid's fucking basement with outcuts from a YouTube video that somebody else has put up with them cosplaying with a fucking baton and a length of weighted rope. You could, you, you, you could throw poison at this all you want. I'm still giddy. That you go and fucking that. giddy. Go and fucking say Because you want to get to- tied up by a lasso and I'm fucking... What's his name? Chris Evans, Captain America, peg you. <laughs> Don't fucking have a go at me because you're in some weird post-war love-lust-devil's triangle with her. 
I enjoyed looked, the trailer. It dude. looked terrible. That vein on his forehead is starting to frighten me now. Yeah, it looked it happens. terrible. I've gotten have, used to it. To have all of those muted colours and that darkness of a war zone, which I understand, ever since Saving Private Ryan, we understand you're not allowed to use bright colours during war, because then that would depict happiness and glory. Ironically, they used bright colours in Schindler's List to, you know, depict sadness and somebody missing and the terrors of war. So now it's all muted yeah, colours. That's, that's Spielberg. Right, now it's all... Yeah, Spielberg's a fucking master. Of course, that's why I right? agree. Now it's all sadness. Now it's dark and mute colours and mute tone and gravitas and violence. So then why the fuck is she swinging around a skip rope that's bright yellow? That's not gold colour. That looks like somebody who's drank too many Bacardi bruises and then had to take a piss around the back of a bush shelter somewhere. It looked tacky. And it looked like... Oh. What, what, I, what, I think what? the thing is, though, with the, with the, when you the, said about the bright tones of it, I think because... Batman vs Superman, everything was just so dark. To so actually see something almost normally lit is a bit jarring. But it wasn't normally lit. I said almost like, normally it lit. It looks like somebody had taken a flashy, gaudy, neon Las Vegas sign and made it physical. What were the people that did that fucking piece of shit, the fishtail? Hmm? Was it a fishtail or a shark's tail? Oh, shark's tail. That, that was all brightly coloured and gaudy. That was DreamWorks. Right, that was DreamWorks, Dreamworks right? Animation. That looked... Like you were staring into an aquarium for real compared to a fucking golden lasso. What's next? Her flying through the sky in the sink position? Oh, well, you know, her, she's got an invisible jet, so we don't actually have to fucking animate it. It was bullshit, and I won't be seeing the fucking movie. They actually bought the invisible jet to Comic Con. There is a, pic- a plexiglass <laughs> jet. Then it's not invisible. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but no, I have less interest in this. I than I have ever had before. I genuinely enjoyed the trailer, dude, and seeing stuff like that. I know you have a problem with it, the visual content of yeah. it, but I'm just ha- I'm again. But how can I you think not? In my in my naivety, in a, and I admit this, in my naivety, it's just lovely to see it on the screen. It is and lovely I, to see I, it on and, the screen. And, and you know what? It's nice to see that they ha- they're actually doing something physical with the lasso. It could just be a gold piece of rope that she commands. But the fact it lights up when she uses it does make me a little bit happy inside. It looked worse than some of the special effects they used in the first Harry Potter, and that thing was fucking laughable. Yeah. But it just... Spare the most of the stuff in the 90s. I don't know, it just... Yeah. John? Well, look, I've got to go with Carl, but in terms of... I was about to say sorry to Rand, but I'm not sorry. No, no I know you know you're not. I... Before watching it, I didn't care. <laughs> During watching it, I'm kind of like, oh, because I got the whole Captain America First Avenger vibe from it. Mm. And it had that kind of... The, the stuff set in First World War, it's, it kind of felt a little bit kind of Raiders of the Lost Ark to me and things like that. I see you go and get the go, right, and you're going to fucking explode again. But I'm not, 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 not equating... Son of a bitch! Not equating into it, just like something about that style, you know, like Rocketeer as well. Yes, yeah. that sort of thing really like, does it for me. I enjoy watching things. I might have so mixed, mixed this list up a little bit because you're going to blast bile at the next two and I just need you to get happy for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> but no, look, I agree with you, right? That period idea of... We like that idea. Me and you are old souls, right? Carl's a bit of an old soul as well, but me and you would quite happily sit there and watch something that was done well from the 1920s and the 1930s, right? Absolutely, we love yeah. that era, right? Same. We love the jazz era. Same as well. We love the jazz era. We love the idea of the, the prohibition, the depression in America, right? The romanticism of people's great and awesome loss is what romanticism is all about. We like that idea. What I don't understand is, doing that, they did it kind of well in the first adventure. Because that's what Captain America's all about, right? With World War Two, that's where he comes from, and all that. What I don't understand is having then Wonder Woman run through all of this as if it doesn't matter, cutting down people left, right, and centre, and showing off these fancy moves, and there's no repercussions. 
least in the first, yeah, at least in the first chase scene, right in the first Avenger, Captain America first Avenger, where he's chasing after the uh, Hydra agent after he leaves the oh, when he gets the pawn shop, when he just goes, when he just you can see him sweat, and you can see him run and chase, and it looks like it's actually because obviously it's the first time he's got his powers and he's not known how to deal with it. But the entire fight scenes that we saw in the trailer for one of them, this is what bothers me, too slick. And I know she's meant to be the ultimate fighting fucking weapon. I know she's meant to, she said that in fucking, um, and she's that a, piece of she's shit, right? Demigod. And she's a demigod. Yeah. I understand that. So then why not go the next step if she's a demigod? Why have her running through the fucking trenches? Why isn't she just whipping everybody you fucking to death with that piece of shit, lasso? Why is she throwing a fucking sword around? If she's got this power, why not use it? And don't fucking go back on me and go, oh, well, she promised to defend mankind and not destroy it. That's not what I was going to say. No, but that's... Well. What, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't like the fucking trailer. And Really? I, we did not get that from anything. That's all what? I just... I'm not interested in it. And I'm not interested in it, not because she's a female, not because it's Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I love the I love the idea... I, hey, hey, I'm not Glenn. I do love the no. idea... What he said about yeah. us the other day. Yeah. I'm not. I love female superheroes. Yeah. I'm unbelievably excited about some news that we've got to talk about in a bit. Yeah. And I love She-Hulk. She's one of my favourite fucking superheroes. And I love fucking Batgirl. And I love... Freezing. Because sometimes she can be a superhero. Mm. Right. And I fucking love Storm. Well, Batgirl's causing a bit of right. controversy Powell at the girl, moment. Right. And I love... Anybody with a superpower, whether you be male or female, young or old, black or white, fully able, disabled, gay, straight, whatever you want to call it, I love anybody, and I love any writer who has the ability to write somebody as a character who I care about, both male and female. I've got no problem with gender, no problem with race whatsoever. But for me, and I used to like Wonder Woman as a comic character in DC, but this trailer and this idea of this movie, <coughs> I don't care about. My not to do with it being a woman. May I make something that might help you at least uh, give the movie a second chance? Would you at least read the new Fifty Two run of Wonder Woman? Yes, yeah. the, the, at least Fury, the first. Yeah, first of course trailer. I would. Yeah, and, and also like if the next trailer is because this this wasn't the trailer that went story heavy. It's kind of like, hey, look, this is Wonder Woman. Again, this Woman. is yeah, it's what I can respect. Well, it's what Comic Con gives you. It's a spectacle yeah, trailer. It's, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to yeah. get your your hackles up and get your saliva going. It's supposed to make Hall H erupt. Yeah, I mean, that, you don't even know who the villain is or what the story is. Or this. All you know Rumors is, is, is she, 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 Apparently, the, yeah, the rumor is Aries. Apparently, yeah. the the villain is excitement, but that's just me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and so the second beekeeper says, "Well, fuck them, they're only bees." <laughs> not the bees. Oh, come not, the not the bees. Not the bees. Not the bees. Sam um, Usak, the director of that, died. Oh uh, yeah, of the original. Yeah, the original, the original yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think we'll keep that for off the rails. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, Justice League uh, trailer we were not expecting at all. It's not really a trailer though, is it? Well, is it? Is it? Or isn't it? It, it, it feels like a montage, doesn't it? It does. It's oh. going to be a montage. Montage! Of ben Affleck being Simon Cowell. There's going to be a montage. Hey, it's a Miller. <laughs> just... Really? Yeah. You, you got a Simon Cowell vibe from it? Yeah. I, I was watching it going, why are superheroes remaking the first 20 minutes of Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> it was, it was all it, it was. All it is. <laughs> Even down to the, uh, Bruce Wayne and, and Diana Prince just sitting there talking about Aquaman. It, it was the same thing as mm. uh, Brad Pitt and George Clooney going, oh, you think we need another guy? Yeah, yeah, we do. And do we need just, another guy? Yeah, 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 yeah another need, guy. Another one. <laughs> need another one. Yeah, we need another guy. Okay, I'll get another guy. I, just, I don't know. It, 
it does have that X Finder X, X Factor kind of audition vibe to it, where you know Bruce Wayne and his fancy suits go around and go, "I need you to be yeah. a superhero. I need you to be a superhero." Oh, people don't give a shit. Oh, no, but it, even going into the oceans and everything, he has that pre-recorded uh, speech, just like clearly does to Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just don't understand it, man. I really, really don't understand it because um, um, you could do so much more with that. Mm. The, the the perfect little. I mean, obviously it's. It's footage. They've recorded that. It's footage. So I understand the time and effort that went into making that footage. And I to get ready for Comic Con. To get ready for Comic Con is unbelievably we've good. Fi- right? We've finished effects. Yeah, and it was polished. Yeah. Finished yeah. effects. Especially with the cyborg effects, because that does yeah. look good. Yeah. yeah, no, I. Especially at this early stage. Yeah, well. I've changed my mind about cyborg. Like I would actually watch a cyborg movie now. If they, if they if they were going to do one, you know, they are doing one. If they are going to do one, yeah. yeah. Because God knows what's Four happening. Four years with, out. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with DC with the amount of people that leave productions and then join productions and then leave productions and then, well, this guy's the director now, well, this guy's in the cast, well, this... Something's going on there, man. There's a big board meeting. And I think they've got my big board of registry. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we do this, but then that, I think they're trying to catch up with Marvel. Yeah. So the Justice League, good footage. John, what did you think? Again, apart from the Ocean's Eleven comparison, it really felt they were trying so hard to make Aquaman credible and not a figure of fun. Yeah. It's like, we'll have him swigging out of a... Was that a bottle of tequila? It looked like... It looked like Jack Daniels to me. I couldn't say. It looked like clearly what I could yeah. say. But it's just like... Mm, yeah, it's like, alright, so there's inevitably going to be one who won't join the team. Well, to be honest with you, I wondered why he wasn't on a horse, but... <laughs> In, a, in an evening gown with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about Wonder I'm talking about his stick. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking about you imagining Aquaman just. Never mind, die. It's fine. I, I did enjoy The Flash as much that as that was the TV show. I did considering Flash. Ezra Miller's got so much fucking problems about to step into. Carl, I have notes. Sorry, General John. I have notes, and now I can't find where we're talking at. Because I actually have prepared notes yes, now. Yes, you have notes. Need to find where we're going. Sorry, talk about yourselves. No dead air. Yeah, yeah. It's, Ezra Miller, I thought, appeared pretty well considering everyone was just like, Grant Gustin should be doing this anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, best, not, best I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that. Best part of the trailer. Absolutely, hands down cold. My favourite episode of Rick and Morty was playing in the background. Yeah, it was. That was pretty good. <laughs> I was going to yeah. mention that. Yeah, that was, that was good. I liked that. A little nods to things like that. I thought that was brilliant. I... I yeah. I do like Ezra Miller mm-hmm. as that Flash. We had this conversation. Was mm. the last podcast the one before? Uh, where I didn't understand why, like John just said, they, did, they don't just. Was when we had, it was Flash. when we had Steve on, yeah. Yeah. But I like it, and the way he just goes, no, stop. I mean, I, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, that was and cool. At the we, we get the raised eyebrow of Affleck that we, we, mm. we missed for a while. The Rye Affleck, the, the Rye little, you know. I call him Affleck because I dropped the B. <laughs> Affleck. I liked it. We just, oh, no, I just, I, I have no friends. <laughs> I think that's cool. If they keep up that level of humour, yeah, Batman vs. Superman will be all forgiven. The, the actual Flash costume, though, I'm not that keen on, especially when you compare it to the TV. Yeah. Mm. It, it looks like... Oh, do you remember that bit in The Running Man where Jesse Ventura storms in and goes, I'm not doing it, Killian! Yes! It just looks all clunky and put together. and I don't like that it's suddenly going, oh, because of the I friction it, and superheating and the electric conductivity. No, I call it Iron Manitis. And I hmm. think we're going to have the same thing with Power Rangers. Is they we did, have that with Power yeah, Rangers. They have done. They did the Iron Man suit so well in the first Iron Man when you first see him put it all together. Not Mark 1, where he's been in the cave, right? Which is what it reminded me of. Clunky, yeah. He's a clunky put together. But they did it so well that the bar's been set. And I think they had that with the Batman suit as well, and Batman versus Superman. Is it look? Oh, with the armour suit, yeah. yeah. It looked like 
He will have another armoured suit in Justice League yeah. as well. Uh, it was good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm more interested in the Justice League movie to see if everything that's been spoken about that's gone wrong actually goes right. It's really weird how the tone is so much lighter than Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Superman's even smiling it's, it's in the promotional. Yeah, he's just yeah, nearly a, a smirk. smirk. Oh, it's yeah. really jarring going from one movie smirk to the man. next, where it's just such a drastic change in tone from the looks of it. I think they. Yeah, I think that comes about them actually listening to the fans for a change. I think it's more like Snyder's been told off. Because he's been to massively put in his place. This is this is not like you know. Well, we've been saying this is not like when they said to Tim Burton with Batman Returns. Oh, you made us lots of money. Do whatever the fuck you want because he will. And he will, and that's what and he has. And no, that's yeah, well, I think he's well, been reined in. Said that Ben Affleck's most probably being firmly put in the sidecar. On this oh yeah, yeah. A- Affleck is pretty much pulling a Shane Black on Predator duty. Oh yeah, um, we need to punch up a bit, Affleck. Oh, I've got an idea. How about we screw Batgirl somewhere, somewhere uncomfortable? What, back of a Volkswagen. Yeah. Huh? Or on a rooftop. Or on a rooftop. Oh, we're getting to that. Aren't we? Yeah, we'll get into. <laughs> we, we, we will discuss that at the end. Touching cartoon hiney. Yeah. <laughs> what you? So uncomfortable. Uh, but we agreed positive for, for positive, Justice League. Yeah, I'm positive for it. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, um, I'm still kind of 50-50 on this one. I'm, I'm not negative. Mm. I've not seen anything that will wash away the bad taste of Batman vs Superman at the moment. But yes. it doesn't mean I'm but not You feel that the same way about that as I do about Jessica Jones? No, no you're, you're very, very passionate about Jessica Jones. With, with the Justice League, I'm kind of like, oh... And even Batman and Superman, I'm like, there's, there's bits of a good movie in there. They're just shockingly edited together. Yeah. Right. Um, King Arthur and the Legend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh! Oh, Christ. <laughs> really, yeah. Mr. Ritchie, really. Yeah. You want to fuck about with a legend that is King Arthur and you want to do it... What you should be doing is Sherlock Holmes Part Three. I'd even take Sim. the maybe even take the real rock and roller. I'd rather have a Man from Uncle sequel. Oh wow! Oh. Bold words. No, what? I can see that though. What? Man from Uncle worked. It was good, but, but that's it's, it's it's the same cuts. It's the same stylistic, almost steampunk. It's the same. It's mm. the thing though. Here's, when here's when a I sharp the trailer, cut. Here's I... a sharp cut. Here's a sharp cut. Here's a sharp cut. Everything looks sharp. Everything looks like. Was anybody else expecting the music from Trainspotting when they were running away? No, I was expecting <laughs> maybe perhaps having your leading man have an English accent. You know, instead of Charlie Hunnam's whatever accent, whatever it was, yeah, Cockney. Now I'm from the north. That, I guarantee you, I can do a better so Cockney accent. So is Charlie Hunnam. But uh, it was terrible. The if you've had, if you've had all that time, and we've known. King Arthur, sorry to cut you off, John. Go on, go on. We've known King Arthur's been coming for a long time. We spoke about it on this podcast before. We've known it's been mm. coming for a long time. For that to be their centrepiece trailer, and it looked a jumbled, terrible mess. So, is it swords and sorcery? Is it about magic? No, it's about realistic knights fighting in the grime and the dirt. But hey, here's some magic. So, yeah. it's about realisticness, is it? No, of course it's not, because Jude Law's in some leather armour poncing about on a fucking giant horse. But, so then is it realistic, is it not? Well, you can argue, and I can imagine Guy Ritchie going, well, you know, you can argue with the whole man versus fucking mysticism philosophy of King Arthur but you know at the end of the day a man really did pull a sword out of the storm just do fucking Sherlock 3 then fuck off back to the wilderness with your 92 year old bride who keeps stealing people's children from they're divorced they're divorced man yeah he's got some young that's different he's a young, young girl now he's oh he's doing a Woody Allen right got you not that young 
Mm. Oh, no, no, you, as, as much as like you know, the trailer's badly edited, really badly edited. But hey, we're going to see Charlie Hunnam sweep his hair back again because we've all missed that from something. Oh like god, it. yeah, haven't we just? But the How many I, I had, I'd actually forgotten this film was being made. I remember vaguely hearing Guy Ritchie's doing a King Arthur movie. I'm like, ah, oh, right, okay. The trailer came on. I was watching it. And nice to see Pip, nice though. But the thing was, they were, they were, they were <laughs> all yeah. just, they were just stood around Pip, Pip. in the worst Cockney accents, just bantering at each other. I'm like, Guy Ritchie's got to be directing this, hasn't yeah. he? And then also, it popped up on screen from director Guy Ritchie. I'm like, yes, yeah, so this is what it would be like if you crossed Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels with a bad episode of Game So is this Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Ale Barrels, then? It could be. Yeah. It could be. It looked a mess, man. I wasn't yeah, you're right. Tonally, it's all yeah, over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place. You can't, you, you can't even tell that Charlie Hunnam's the leading man from it. No, you can't. And that's, again, if you've got a guy playing King Arthur, and yeah, obviously, and the biggest reveal, if you've never, ever known about the legend of King Arthur, he pulls a sword out of a stone. Mm-hmm. And as Monty Python said, just because, you know, some watery tart threw a sword at you, that's no way to, you know... Mm-hmm. And maybe Richie's making it as a kind of a metaphor for, um, you know, withdrawing from Madonna's vagina. Put this on out of the stone. Could be. I'm pretty sure that would be. He needs to get that out of his system. I'm pretty sure that would be like pulling a balloon, a clown's balloon animal sword out of a piece of pudding. Oh, and the first, there's got to be no grip left on that haunted. Yeah, if, if, Madonna, if Madonna's one like of your listeners, time. please don't sue me. So, like a virgin. Oh, did you just say if Madonna's listening, please don't sue me? Yeah. Madonna, if you are listening, please sue me. Because I could use that level of publicity to push this podcast to the floor. <laughs> You're a terrible You're woman. damn straight we will. And I'm surprised nobody's cut your head off and buried you at a crossroads yet. <laughs> yeah, as Colonel Mustard said in clue, don't look at me, I'm just a guest. <laughs> just that trailer was terrible, man. Mm. So let's go on to one of the good, one of my favourite trailers from Saturday, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the Harry Potter world all over again. Yeah, it's very good. It and also, done very well. Colin Farrell's hair. <laughs> Damn, he looked slick in that trailer, didn't he, Just? He looked like bad guys used to look. Yeah. Menacing with a silk scarf. Yeah, it looked like he was doing a... It reminded me of when he was in Minority Report. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he looks bigger, and it was a wonderful mix between (laughs) magic and realism, and a wonderful era to pick. Yeah. It was the late 20s, early 30s. So you've essentially got gangsters versus wizards. (laughs) That's better than Cockneys versus zombies. Which I assume that's what Guy Ritchie's doing with King Arthur, just to go back for a second. This trailer looked amazing. Yeah, it really did look good. Visual effects-wise, brilliant, breathtaking. The monsters look a lot more larger than life than I was expecting yeah. them to. Because this hasn't, this doesn't got, hasn't got like an end of the run Harry Potter no. budget. It's about what the second or third film had. Uh, yeah, round about that. Yeah. yeah. But what I like about this as well is. Is in the first Harry Potter movies, they have to leak the magic in to, to you know, mm. get the audience into it and to raise the kids' hopes and expectations. It's like Christmas. You don't want all your presents at once, well, most kids do, but mm. the parents are there to make sure they open one, and then another, then another, then another. And this is what this trailer gave us, I think. Instead of ramming Harry Potter once again down that throat, you get a little bit, then a little bit, then bigger, and then bigger, and then bigger. Mm-hmm. And then there's what looks like either a wonderful chase scene or a siege scene with 1930s cops with Tommy guns and some big mythical creature running at them, and then he read men in the middle of both of them. A perfect analogy for this film. The mystical world, and the human yeah. world, and Eddie Redmond's in the middle, with his little suitcase. The best Doctor Who that never was. With Dan Fogel, Fogel just going around going, I wish I was a wizard! I wish I was a wizard. I <laughs> thought that was fucking brilliant. Dan Fogel can't do any wrong in my eyes. He's great. He's, he's, he's brilliant supporting actor. Yeah. Are you saying you wouldn't give him a main cast? 
Um, I I draw your attention to Balls of Fury. Thank you very much, and we're out. Um, <laughs> no, it was uh, I loved it. Oh, it was a brilliant trailer. And also, it's got my seal of approval because I get to take I get to take lead at no, which is always a winner in my mind. Yeah. See, now I I didn't know anything about this film. I don't know anything about Harry Potter either. I've seen the first one. I saw the first half of the second one. That's it. Well, I've never this... read the books. So when it even started up, because I I hadn't seen the first trailer, so I watched the teaser trailer first. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought was like, what is this? Harry Potter spin-off? Oh, it is right. Well, okay. it's kind of a Harry Potter spin-off, but at the same time, they reference this book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in the original Harry Potter books. This, right. is, this is where they decide, not decide, this is where they find out about all the magical creatures like the Hagrid's got, you know, the Gamekeeper and stuff like that. And um, I like the way that they've done it. I think tonally it's brilliant. Yeah, and it yeah. looks fun. The More t- than t- anything t- else, t- it looks t- fun. The t- trailer like, gave away no plot, but it looked like something Harry Potter related. Even I could tell that. So when I watched, the, when I watched this new trailer, the music as well, that actually shows some of the story, I couldn't help but think it was basically the plot of the Goosebumps movie. Mm. But with more wizards. And everybody well, with yeah. wizards. Oh, yeah, I mean, Harry Potter and the Great but, Gatsby. But come on, Goosebumps had Jack Black. Wait a minute. That's it. it John is, yeah. put the fucking. hit the nail on the head there. Harry Potter and the Great Gatsby. That's what it is. That is exactly what I thought it was from looking at it. And once right. again, Colin Farrell's hair. Yeah. <laughs> but it is still, like, like I said, the plot of the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Really in there. Just well, it's, it's the whole idea of the Greek mythology of Pandora's box. We've opened something, now we need to get it back in. How do we do that? Oh, we all get together and realise how good we are, except for the bad people. And once again, for the bad people, look at Colin Farrell's hair. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Look at that trailer. He looks fucking good. I'm straight, but Jesus, I'd let him take me to bed. The, the, last, the last bit of the last panel on, on, on Saturday was the Marvel panel, which was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, Doctor Strange trailer... <laughs> And the announcement and confirmation of uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. That is brilliant casting. Yes. Have you seen much of Brie Larson himself? I mean, I she's brilliant in the room. I, I, I went to IMDb and I realised I'd only seen two films that she'd been in. And I don't really remember her in that <laughs> at all. She is a marvellous actress and she is wonderful. And she has that gift of poise and grace and humour mm. as well. And her playing Captain Marvel, I think that's the best piece of casting they've done in a long time, in a very, very long time. And, he, and you should have seen his reaction to uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, I think the one thing I do remember in that I've seen is when she was in Don John. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she was pretty good in that. I mean, this thing with the Captain Marvel thing. I mean, they've been banging on about casting it for so many years. So you've had like you know people like Katie Sackhoff being thrown the for years. It's it's taken so long to get a casting done, and obviously they want someone kind of early twenties, don't they? Mm-hmm. So they can do as many films as possible yeah. and keep the character. I mean, for, yeah, for, for long. So, they so, are, yeah. so, they so are many so many people's choices and fans' choices, but just being passed over while they're yeah. taking so oh, long. Oh, sorry, Tom yeah. Holland. Mm. Yeah, they, it's taken so long to get it cast that so many people just. Lost their job kind of purely because they hit their the mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great clip online of backstage before they went up, uh, went on. Uh, Brie Larson, Tom Holland standing there, and then Benedict Cumberbatch comes in, and Brie Larson just loses her shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're going to be working together at some point. It's Blumber Black Cumberbatch. Yeah, Come you on, can, the arch. You can spell his name, you can say his name however you want. It's still Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. You nearly had it. Nearly. Nearly. You can say Benedict Cumberbatch. You can say Spangleback Donkey Duck. You still know who you're talking about. <laughs> or that guy from uh, Sherlock, what's his name? Uh, Blinkerback Stankadank. 
Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. Doesn't matter. It's the best name in the fucking world. Well, to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. Well, they also they showed uh, some footage of for Ragnarok, including the Hulk in gladiatorial armor. Yeah. The armor was on display at the at the Marvel booth. Oh, I nearly passed out. I was so giddy. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the Centurion helmet. It's the it's, helmet. It's yeah. the yeah. sword. It's it's green skies, planet Hulk armor, which means are the they world t- breaker. I think is Ragnarok just going to be planet Hulk? I do no, not, no, I, I don't think, think it's. Not think and have you seen the logo for it? Yeah, it's yeah. so delectably eighties hair metal. It yeah. looks it looks like the start of an eight bit Sega Mega Drive computer game. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like Golden Axe. It looks yeah, amazing. But it's, the same, it's the same with Guardians as yeah. well. With a volume I, two spray paint. And yeah, I think the thing. Are they the actual? Sorry to interrupt, John. Are they the actual logos they're going to go? They with? are the actual. Yeah, yeah. They, actual cha- they officially logo. changed the logo because it was yeah. kind of generic and looked like a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. one, didn't it? But yeah. no, this is our uh, our logo now. That's I still don't like the homecoming one though. No, no Spider-Man homecoming. Yeah. I'm not keen on the title of that, but that's dig- no, that's, but that's still interesting. Yeah, it's digressive. But like it's tongue in cheek. The, the planet Hulk thing now. Let's all face it. Everyone kind of wanted Planet Hulk. It's not the greatest it's never story. Gonna happen. It's not the greatest story. I mean, the the animated movie they did a few years ago really wasn't all that. No, it's and not. It's not the, the greatest Hulk, Hulk story. No, but it's it is a good a, story. It, it's no, a good it's story, the greatest. Hulk. It came about purely just to get Hulk off of the planet for Civil War. Yeah. World War Hulk is a much more interesting storyline. So I think that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Where the sequel story. If it, if it sets up, yeah, but, but I don't think you're even going to get that much of Planet Hulk because they've said that Ragnarok is going to be kind of an intergalactic buddy cop road movie between Thor and Hulk. It's like ah, Thor will get. Like captured and snared by bad people within the first act of the movie, he'll be put into a coliseum to fight someone. You will fight to the death. Out walks Hulk in the armor, and mm. they'd be like, "Oh man, are you shitting me? I was two days away from retirement." And you know, yeah, and well, they'll fight, they'll escape, and then they'll go on this buddy cop road. I can't remember the, the and director's Loki. Oh, but I can't remember the director's name, but he's the same guy that did what we do in the shadows. Uh, and uh, something. T- to he- I can't remember. To or something. Yeah. yeah. Right, um, I apologise now for mispronouncing his name. I'm an uncultured swine. But yeah. what to do in the sh- what we do in the shadows was brilliant. Absolutely and fantastic humor, film. And action in there as well. When you think well, about the, it. and these are also working on the it's current like the working Hulk. title is what we do in the moonlight. But yeah. there is another name for the werewolf. One it's we are wolves. Yeah. Oh, it is going to be called yeah, we are we wolves. Are wolves as yeah. in werewolves. We are wolves. Mm. The the humour in that shines through. Through. Mm. Which I'm tripping on my fucking words. Fucking Daredevil, Deadpool thing going over my head. Deadpool, that's it, yeah. I think it would work. Because you get to have some banter and some funnies between Banner and Thor. Yeah, you need it, because the, the last Thor was we'll just get so Jermaine far. Clement in some role. Yeah, oh, clearly. Even mm-hmm. just passing by the screen. But yeah. it works. <laughs> just Jermaine Clement showed up. Hi. Right. Well, no, he yeah. stood next to Stan Lee. He also, but the thing is, yeah, he <laughs> had a conversation with Stan Lee. Yeah. He also wrote possibly a swarm of Stan Dunos. <laughs> he also wrote on uh, Flight of the Concords and helped write a couple of their most well-known songs. The one he actually wrote himself was "Business Time," which is one of their most yeah, well-known songs. songs. But I'm looking forward to Ragnarok. Hmm. I'm really interested by it. it. I think. Well, like, like I said, um, the second four movie was just very dry and a bit dour. You it hire, was a bit... Yeah. Hire your best Game of Thrones director to do it, that job. He did what he does. I mean, the first Thor film I love because it's basically Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, mm. it is, really. Yeah, basically like that. And the humour is played for everyone. Well. This, 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 this road movie vibe. This, this is, is a hammer. hammer. No, that's a spoon, though. <laughs> Bring me another! Um, and a horse. And a horse. Well, we haven't got a horse with a cat's dog. Just give me one big enough to ride. 
And we're back Phrasing. with Paul's ex-girlfriend. Oh, um, but the come on. Well, what, why? I, I don't pick him. <laughs> if so I picked him, you'd be happy. Um, <laughs> I'm happy. The thing with um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy two and yeah. the news about Kurt Russell. Yes, he is. That's unbelievably strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When James so Gunn says is, you'll never guess it, he was really he not really kidding. Me, yeah, because yeah. never once. Uh, sorry, spoilers alert. I, I, this news. I went back and looked at a lot of prediction sites. Yeah. No one, no, not, not even not, in a wild card oh, pick, put ego oh, the living was, yeah, planet. That was so far left fucking field. It was picked from a fever dream, right? So we've got Kurt Russell, and he's going to play Star Lord's dad. Right, so that means he's so, so great, great. So he's playing Jason and Spartax, uh, uh, Star Wars dad from the comic. No, 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 no. you got it wrong, mate. You're, you're in the wrong meeting. What we're going to do is we're going to have him playing the human physical embodiment of a planet. Sorry, did you say planet? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah. What does a planet need with a Star Lord? <laughs> it's going to be brilliant. And having Kurt no. Russell play the living physical embodiment of essentially ego. And did you hear? Oh, oh, it's going to be big trouble did in you, China all over again, isn't it? Did you, you only get in more space? It could only get more surreal if you just went and just redubbed Kurt Russell throughout the entire movie by using uh, all of Orson Welles' dialogue throughout his entire career. Yeah, it's the only way it could get it's any weirder. More surreal. But that's a good thing. That, that did you hear what Michael Rooker did at the panel? He turned up in full Yandu garb with the Ravengers coming out before Yeah, him. that would be cool. I mean, as much as I hate audience participation, yeah. and I hate it with a passion, if I ever go anywhere and anybody steps out the cast to talk to me, they're getting a cigarette pile in their eye. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you're there to do a job, entertain me. Don't fucking talk can to me. You, Don't can you stop trying to blind people, please? No. I'm really getting offended by it. I was it put on this point. earth to make you feel better. So I'll take everybody else's eyes. It was the worst. That doesn't make me feel better. Well, you know, in the world of the blind man, the that one-eyed d- man is king, Carl. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do for you, Carl. <laughs> trying to make you a king, Carl. No, but... Um, so you the, can be the hand the, of the, the king. Footage, yeah, the yeah. footage describe, trailer no, describes... No, I'll be the depth perception of the king, all right? <laughs> I'm not going to blind myself. And the, the, the footage, they, they show footage of the movie, apparently it's a lot more action, a little bit more drama. Yeah, we're not allowed to see it. But, yet. well, yet, I'm, I'm checking every couple of hours, gentlemen, as soon as I <laughs> leak, I will let you know. But, um, Much no, like but, they do, what they, do, but they do at the end of the trailer kind of what they did with the original trailer of not them in the prison cell, but, like, who each person is, like, Star-Lord, Laura, yeah. and then it, at the end it goes, Prese- and presenting baby group. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So he's just going to be, he won't get any bigger, apparently, he's going to be the little, little oh, munchkin in the entire show. People are going to hear yeah. that. The entire film will be baby group. People are going to hate that. They are going to hate that. Yeah, but you, but you know, but that getting old a bit. Fast? Yeah, but you know, J- James Gunn's like he said that. Like, oh yeah, no, um, there's no Cosmo the dog in um, Guardians, and then, yeah, then Cosmo the dog. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, it's like in the first one, the everyone group gets arms chopped off, and they grow back fairly quickly. I was yeah, but he's what like, they're saying, well, maybe you, you should have grown a little bit. Well, well, it doesn't take Deadpool that long to grow his entire hand back, you know. Yeah, but that's only because he doesn't want the whole no, entire hand to grow back when he's at home. De- technically, Groot died and came back to life, is what happened in Guardians. So you're saying Groot is Jesus? Groot is Jesus. He's your own personal Jesus. My own personal Jesus? Yes. Someone to hear your prayers. Someone who cares. Um, moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange. Um, oh. Or, you know, Mystical Inception. 
how I lost my arms and learned to love a library, as I'm yeah. calling it. <laughs> <laughs> that accent, what? Yeah, there's something still going. There's on not. That ain't quite right, is it? It's not Hello, I'm right. from New York, and I happen to be a world famous surgeon. But by the way, make him British. All the way, this stuff is freaking me out. Excuse me, I'd like to order a cab. <laughs> That's it. Hmm. That's terrible. And Blinkadak Konkadank can do so much better with an accent. Yes. Yeah, he's done it. Oh. His he Boston's actually it. really good in uh, uh, Black Mass. Black Mass. So what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. I like the little throw, throwaway joke at the end of the trailer. The whole that's that, the that is great. That, that was fantastic. That was, good. <laughs> that was directly on the nose. It was lovely. But again, I don't care. I just don't care. I cared a little bit more because I did not like the first trailer because I really thought it alienated anyone that had never read a Doctor Strange book. Yeah, we, you even we knew what was going on because yeah, we, we're we in knew. the know. We knew, but it doesn't throw it out there. This trailer set things out a little bit more. It got me a little bit more intrigued. I like, still think it completely looks like it's directed by Christopher Nolan. But yes, yeah. but it isn't. So, so what I said, it looks like an episode of um, The Prisoner meets Inception. Kind of, Lots yeah. of trippy backgrounds and visuals and strange well, people in the, the world. The mountain just stuff. screams yeah. the Batman Begins training sequences for me. Mm. It's and it's a shame as well because there's a wonderful cast in that. It is and a great Tilda Swinton yeah. as well. As the think, ancient one. I think we're going to watch that and we're going to realise she was wasted in that movie. Wasted. Just no, from that was Constancy. Yeah, she was wasted in Constancy as well. Fantastic bus wasted. <laughs> well, sorry, he should have been. Um... Because the woodpecker had gone. Whoa! I just I don't. My only bit, my only bit, not even favourite bit that I liked about that trailer was when he throws the cape around himself at the end. Mm. That was pretty. Cool. And he looks like Doctor Strange. That, yeah. That, and also because we have Mads Mikkelsen in it, and we all know that I love Mads Mikkelsen because mm. he can do no wrong. But he doesn't look right. Maybe that's because I'm used to him so much in Hannibal. Now he looks like an extra from fucking a Dungeons and Dragons Bane movie. Well, I have no eyes and sharp cheekbones, you will fear me. No, it's terrible. It's all terrible. But um, his voice is like silk. But the rest of the movie Ooh. is going to be like sandpaper. Nah, we shall see. On your naked buttocks. It um, could, I, mean, I know we said this with Guardians, like, you know, when they when they put it into production, before yeah. we'd seen even a trailer, it was like, oh, this could be the first failure. But the, the first Guardians trailer was really just creating buzz and actually got people talking. This could be well. That trailer. Afraid, that this, this could be Marvel's first drastic underperformance. I think unless honestly, they step up their game in their marketing. I think it's going to be a toss-up between Doctor Strange and Black Panther, is which is the first major flop. Oh no! I don't I, think I don't Panther's going to no. do badly at all. No, I, not after Civil War. No, no, but I'll tell you why. And I'm worried about who may well be in power in America. Oh. oh. Because if Trump's in power in America, and as we all know, he is a right-wing. Zealoted, racist, bigoted, small-minded, non-politician, politician, backwards, idiotic, mm. ten, fucking eyed, eleven toed, result of redneck and breeding cunt. I cannot express how much I hate Donald Trump. <laughs> and if he gets into power as president, all of his followers, of which he has fucking many, and Black Panther comes out, a movie called Black Panther. Now, these mm. are people who will jump on a tagline, and think, not, know, yeah. not knowing the plot. I think it might be Marvel's first flop, not because of the actors, not because of the director, not because of the movie. I'll think 
normal minded people just because of what the status quo is going to be because of what the status quo will be and I worry about that even if that's the case I mean I don't want to turn this podcast into a political forum but they'll they'll boost it in the Chinese market to make their money back They'll have a. They'll think about this and have a plan. God yeah, I've never even considered that. Um, I was just thinking about the at the Black Panther panel. Since we were talking about it, uh, Michael B. Jordan was there and was not booed. I'd like to point Good. that out. And he has been confirmed as the villain of the piece. So oh, Michael B. Jordan is a bad guy. Yeah. See now, I'd like to see that. That would. Yeah, but I just worry. I don't, like I said, I don't want to turn this into a political soapbox. Yeah. But I just worry that the country of which most of these wonderful movies we all love come out of may end up being controlled by a backwards cocksucking tyrant. Mm. That's just, you know, a monkey baby in a man suit. Well, that's... I have many more, but as I said, not a soapbox. That is... Uh, His hair controls him and he'll ruin the world. That is Saturday yeah. wrapped up. And Sunday was really all TV, by the looks of it. Ooh. That's what Sundays are for. No, I mean, <laughs> that must, all the TV panels were on the Sunday, by the looks of it. Um, mm. Starting off with the DC, uh, DCU trailers for Flash, yeah. Legends and Arrow. It was a Supergirl one, but... Did you watch Supergirl one? <laughs> <laughs> no. That will be the best Joker laughing and, outside of and, Mark and, 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 and on the phone, we have Steve. Steve, what do you think? <laughs> oh, Steve loves Supergirl. He does like a bit of Supergirl. Steve loves fucking anything. Steve, Steve, loves, Steve loves Ghostbusters and Mojo Rawley. No. Oh. Just no. Very? No, yeah, I'm, very. With John, I'm with John on this one. Yeah. Just no. I watched two episodes and just went, nah, I'm out. I watched half a season. I'm still waiting to watch the rest of it. Well, I mean, apparently... I have to watch it. I'll have to watch it before season two. Apparently starts. that makes us misogynists, Carl. It does, apparently. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't start, realize with, start with the best one, the, the Flash. Flash. We How spoke pre- about this. Yeah. You sp- we, we were talking about this before they even re- released this trailer. Like, what's season two going to be about? Flashpoint. Season three. Sorry, season three. What's season three going to be about? Flashpoint. And the fact that it is directly named and referenced by one of the main characters in it, I thought was fucking marvellous. That, to me, no, was no he's n- It's nice to see reverse flashback yeah, again. It's yeah, it's just, just the way it goes. I've been thinking of a name. Flashpoint. I thought... That could have could have been awful, but, but it worked. I mean, if you're going to... I love... I, love, I don't know who the actor your, is, but I love that actor as reverse flash. Yeah. But if you're going to pull your balls out yeah. and put them on an electric fence, you don't rest them on an electric fence. You keep them there until and you can smell pubic acid. <laughs> and that's what they've done. They've so, gone... Fuck it, we're doing Flashpoint. Let's just fucking advertise it. Yeah, so we're doing Flashpoint. Well, so everyone works so out this, in this new world, it. Barry's mum and dad are still together and they're still living in that house. They're all one big family. And they're happy. Ramon is now running Ramon Labs. <laughs> no, his name's Cisco. No, no, no. Don't. No, don't call him Cisco. Love that bit yeah. as well. He gets to show some back and some balls. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm, no I'm, I'm, I'm interested though. to see, though. Yeah, please. interesting. No kidding. Does this mean something happened to Miss Panabaker, or well, is she now, or is she being kept something? Or is she, because of Flashpoint, is she, was she affected by the path of accelerator and is Killer Frost in the main universe? That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Are they keeping it for something? The Black Flash in the trailer as well. Did you guys spot him? No, I spotted a Flash. I didn't notice his skin colour because I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm not talking about Kid Flash. <laughs> I meant a general yes, a Black gen- Flash. A, a genuine Flash in a yeah, black costume, yeah. yes. Well, hell flash, it's all like... Yeah, a little bit yeah, BDSM-y, yeah. a little bit scary, a little bit shadowy. A little bit but yes, yeah, Molly nice. West, aka Kid Flash, also makes an appearance in the trailer. Good, because he's fucking awesome. And he looks really good. He cool. does look really good. And the, the production stillage, uh, stillage, the production photo that they showed of him in his suit, yeah. I thought looked fucking amazing. Mm. 
I'm looking forward to Flash season three. But no, there was no no real villains. Usually in the previous trailers, we get a couple of the freaks of the week. But that's what made it so good for me was there were flashes. Yeah. No pun intended. Mm. Flashes of the other villains. Yeah. So we did see Grodd and we did see Captain Cold and we did see Killer Frost. You know, yeah. we did see all that really, 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 really quickly. So it's nice to be unsure that you can't turn around and go, oh, well, I know the first one they're going to do and I know the next Freak of the Week. And Kevin I Smith it. has said he's doing episode se- directing episode seven this year. Well, there'll be a lot of crying here. More than likely. More than um, but that's... We'll, we'll, that'll be we'll, news. Will you know you still have his mum's car? Um, apparently, music character will return. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, fuck. Beans. No, as, as in, like, maybe his meta-human character. Yeah. It will be in it, not the, that's my mum's car guy. Oh, right. <laughs> I was really hoping it'd be the mum's car guy. Yeah. That was funny. Just, uh, just somebody walking past in cosplay as Cockknocker would be awesome, but still, that's just me. <laughs> no, most probably try and get Johnny Depp in it. Oh, no, <laughs> no, kidding, no. Do you remember a long time ago, right, when Johnny Depp was actually a seal of approval on films? God, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Dead man? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. That was pretty much it. I had to go yeah. through my mental roller extra set there. <laughs> now, hey, who can we have in a funny mask? Oh, Johnny Depp, yeah, he'll do it. <laughs> he's the world's fucking court jester. Yeah, everyone loves that Here's movie the where he's that quirky Jester's guy. Jester's meant to be fucking funny. Johnny Depp, you've just become tired and old. Yep. And he beats his wife. Okay. <laughs> right, moving swiftly on. Legends. <laughs> Legends tomorrow trailer. Again, not much. A lot of footage from previous from the first season. Yeah, that, I noticed, like I noticed that thematically with all of the CW yeah. ones. It's like the first third so of the much, trailer not was. Not so much not Splash. Splash. No, that was the one that was but the least. I, yeah. But yeah. I still think it's the whole idea of, hey, you remember this? You liked it for a reason. We'll show it to you again. And then show you a title card. You've got to well, it's, better it, than, you? it's better than last year's. The season two Flash Morona one was just the Flash running around the city but with blue lightning and saying, Zoom is coming. But that was good. <laughs> That's I a liked teaser. That. Yeah, That's yeah. a teaser. Yeah. That teased me. Yeah. I was intrigued. You can't just show fucking two minutes of previous footage and then go, guess what's coming? The next season. <laughs> Shit. That's kind of what Arrow was. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, well, you know, we were a little bit, bit more of him being sworn in and stuff like that. With, with Arrow, I actually the I, I I stopped watching the video on YouTube because I thought I was watching a trailer for yeah, the previous band. series. Yes, yeah. you do, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not, so I had to go oh, back and watch it again. Right link, it's <laughs> I solemnly swear to take my shirt off more and... Maybe look more smouldering, and perhaps maybe I will shoot. Well, oh, it's people. it's him recruit him training his new team, and the flashbacks this season is him in Maharaja. This is the shit I've been waiting for. Yeah, right? yeah. This right. is it because now we're up to season five now. So by the end of this, he will have to be back on the island to be picked up and have long hair and a long beard. Yeah, which I've said that about last season. We come yeah. out like, no, that can't fucking work. Yeah, no. Because but he, I've been he, crying he out. Grow your hair over one season. Not that long. He 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 said he had it put into his contract that he he would have the flashback wig removed. Yeah, because the flashback <laughs> wig looks fucking terrible, and we're all no, he, he hates it. it so much. The flashback. It looks wig. terrible. Not the only one. Yeah, that's what stopped me watching the Flash, watching the first. But I, I've been Who waiting. Who's this hairy fucking homunculus? <laughs> and why do I care? Oh wait, I don't. What's that called? Watch the Flash. Okay. God, this is awesome. I told you. So I, you I, got I, the arrow? I, no, okay. I have been waiting for this whole uh, Russian Life stuff in the Since season one. Yeah, since season one. But he's like, fucking hell, he speaks Russian and he knows the m- Russian mob. And he has, What's the, that and he has a star over his heart. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a lieutenant. Yeah. 
I know what it means. To the audience, Daniel. Yeah, but visual jokes, <laughs> I <know>. Podcast! <laughs> As I get my star tattoo, out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, the next well, it's Edwin's star, the guy that... So we, are, we agreed Flash will kind of won for DC this year? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Dirk Gently, a BBC America production with Elijah Wood. Um, it's an offshoot from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's not an offshoot. The same guy Go that wrote, wrote it. it also wrote Dirk Gently. Yeah. And the first one was Dirk Gently and the Holistic Detective Agency. And the second one was Dirk Gently and the Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Yeah. And the original premise is... But it's that, that's the title of the show, is Dirk Gently and the Holistic uh, yeah. Detective Yeah, well, the original premise of it is not Doctor Who, not Constantine, but a detective who believes everything is linked to everything else holistically, like the whole idea of karma and fate and zen. And he goes around in England mm. and sorts through these very English problems, usually murders and grizzly and whatnot, almost like, yeah, like as if the TARDIS landed in the land of midsummer murders. Mm. And Dirt Gently was amazing. And they actually did a series of this. Really did. With on BBC4. Wasn't it with the guy from... Green uh, Wing. Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. And Which guy? Oh, what, um... The Mac. Mac. Yeah, right, right. Oh, actually, I could see that. He's also in the yeah, 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 Mall, and it is funny, and it is witty, hmm. and it's short, but it's good. I, for one, don't care for Elijah Wood. I think he looks like somebody strangely brought up. I, I don't mind him in a couple of things. He was like he was okay in uh, Sin City. Oh, I thought he's better than okay in Sin City. Yeah, that's his. That's his yeah, because he gets one. killed. I thought it was marvelous. I like. I don't mind him in Green Street Elite. More Mickey Rourke beating up disabled shop mannequins. That's what that was for me. That's what Elijah Wood looks like. Somebody's made a mannequin. And his first direct. Well, somebody his might first, down. And his first directing, uh, first directed movie Cooties is actually very good. But no, I, this is mainly for the fraggle jokes. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> But no, this, this version of Dirk Gently is not for me. <laughs> I understand the idea of transposing mm. the main character. He's still English, but transposing mm. to America so you get more laughs and more jokes from the English guy. And a lot of it's Americans that, think English people have their shit together and he gets to be a bit smarter. And it's always funny watching the smartest man in the room be the smartest man in the room. That's why we like things like Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the trailer. I did kind of tune out halfway through. Yeah. It, 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 it looked like it's bad. It's just kind of like, it looks meh. But I wonder. Right, but but yeah. I wonder why now pick up Dirk gently when it's, and the more you say it, the more it does sound like a poem name, but like a really nice poem name. I don't. Yeah, think you think yeah he's look after you. I think I think I think you because you're thinking Dirk Diggler on that one. No. I just like Dirk gently. <laughs> Hello, I'm I'm going to plough you, and then perhaps afterwards sandwich. <laughs> Maybe dodgy. Almost. 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 There you go. Good show. Good show. Yeah, but no, uh, they did it in BBC Four, and if you haven't seen it, search it out because it's fucking. Brilliant. Actually, it does the rounds and I play quite a bit. Yeah. It like gets thrown up every few months. The next one was uh, Legion. I was not expecting a trailer for this, and nor was I expecting the trailer to be as good as it was. I genuinely hmm. had no idea what you were talking about because I couldn't find it. Oh, you couldn't find the I Legion kept trailer. searching Legion. I have no idea what you're talking about. I thought you were talking it's about the God awful it's movie. A, it's an X Men. Paul Bettany. No, it's the X Men uh, TV show they're doing about um, the, ca- the character. About the character Legion. Yeah. Not. I don't think they're making him Xavier's son, but it's this no, new yeah. who doesn't know how powerful he is, and the fact that his ability to swap per- swap lives with people. Well, that's Proteus. That's Legion. No, Legion was part of the Legacy Virus. 
Legion was a mutant who, if I'm right, realised it could affect other mutants in the same way Leech was, then his DNA was harvested by Bolivia Trask and the rest of them to kill the mutants. Proteus. Bolivia Trask? No. Bolivar Trask. Bolivar. Sorry, not Bolivia. <laughs> Bolivar. No, Proteus is the son of... Charles Xavier. Yeah, yeah. And Charles. Yeah. And he can jump from yeah, body to that, body to body. that's who they're doing. That's Legion. Yeah. No, his name's Proteus. Yeah, his name is Proteus. So well, why are they calling it Legion? Because Legion is another mutant who's hey, whoa, 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 whoa. to kill do, the mutants. Do we think that Fox might have mishmashed some characters together to save some time? Sounds about right. Possibly <laughs> some money as well. Because yeah. I had no idea what you were talking about. And I tried to send you a message going, what's this Legion? Is it a TV series of the awful Paul Bettany movie? No, 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 no. no. They already did a TV series of that, didn't they? Apparently. No. Nobody fucking saw it. Not yeah. even the people that filmed it, apparently. So... Please, Carl, from, from the beginning, explain Legion to me. It's not that. I kind of wanted to get your reaction from the trailer, but if you guys Why haven't seen the trailer? I thought it was... Because I couldn't find it. I mean, it, 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 as you're going through the trailer and you see it's like, oh, because it's like kind of in group therapy yes. and therapy. And they, it's when they drop halfway through the trailer the word mutant, and then yeah. you're like, oh, so this is to do with the X-Men. But it isn't. Mm. <laughs> That's the only thing it seems to connect with the X-Men. So... As an X-Men spin-off TV series that has nothing to do with the X-Men, it's really kind of weird. Yeah. It looks interesting, but it feels like it's been Dumb very food. loosely tied to it. It's almost yeah. like they had a script for something. Hey, we oh, have we no need to get more attention to for it. We'll connect it to X-Men somehow. Well, we'll yeah, that sounds like we to have no fair, rights for the X-Men, but we still own the word mutant. So as, as of, uh, I think it's September or October, there'll be no more running X-Men titles at Marvel anyway. No more mutants. Yeah, it's because it, it, it's, it's the end of the X-Men. It's, it's called X-Men End or Endgame or something. Well, that's like. a House of End, then. Basically. No, I mean, like, the, the only ones that will be surviving are parts of different teams, like the Young Cyclops. Oh, so that's the 138, then. Yeah. What are they doing with Wolverine? Sorry, the Wolverine currently is... There's Old Man Logan in the universe, yeah. and the current Wolverine in it is X-23. Oh, shit, yeah, He's yeah. He's not Daughter. That. Yeah, when I said about Wolverine, I actually meant Logan in terms of like well, you get rid of him, he's like a fucking cash carry now if you don't own the movie. No, that's why they've gone. They chip, they picked the most favourite order, yeah. like, order Wolverine from the last ten years and made him a main MCU player. And it, Old Man Logan's story isn't bad; it's just not great. It's just it doesn't have that impact. I would rather have seen what that no, story like, continues. I'm still confused. So Legion yeah. is about what then? From the trailer, you can't really tell. You that's why I wanted you to watch it. Or see when the my Northern Righteous Fury upon a trailer that obviously makes no fucking sense. Yeah, because they've named it one thing, but they clearly made another fucking mutant. Then yeah, well then they're fucking idiots and they should pull their heads out the asses. Right, let's go on to something that I know you're happy about. The as as they're calling it, mid-season trailer for Preacher. (laughs) It's but no, it's the end. It's the end. It's the. Finale it's, it's trailer. Finale. Yeah, I, this is why. Season ten, episode ten of season one, not episode eleven, because mm. zero is zero. Mm. But Americans count it as zero then one, mm. which doesn't work because it's zero then one. Zero is mm. still a numerical figure. That's different thing altogether. It's the season finale. Yeah, this is the end of our. This is setting up. This is literally setting up. Gone to Texas. Yes, which would be which is what we predict. Which is what we which predicted. predicted. But no, apparently it's the mid-season break. Well, if so it does that mean season one is going to be twenty no, but, episodes? No, oh. but um, Preacher season two is already in production. 
they were they they fast tracked it. It's supposed to, it was supposed to start production end of this year. So then, production. what do the words mid season break mean then? Unless they're what they're filming now in terms of going to gone to Texas, they're actually going to extend the, the season, season one season and still carry on with season two because that's already been you know. No, this reviewed. is it. This is ra- they're wrapping it at. 11. They're wrapping it. They're wrapping it at ten episodes, and yeah. the next one is an extended season. It's a thirteen episodes. No, 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 no. I'm still going to his point. Mid season mm. break. How do you so get away you, with watching? So your you finish episodes zero to ten. Yeah. You end it. Yeah. They then show this thing said mid season break. So then I would assume. The rest of the season would be episodes eleven to twenty. No, I, it, it but is, no, it's season one, episode break. ten, break, season two, episode one. But then why do they call it? The they just they break? just called it the mid-season finale. Was Seth high when he did this? More than likely. I assume you have some international green line to every other fucking stoner on the planet. Yeah, we all yeah, know. So. I, was, I was weirded out by this, and I, yeah. And I, and I'll First be honest, of all, I didn't get it, but I read it because I got really excited, and then we actually talk about it. We're just talking about the name. There was amazing shit in that film. Oh, fucking brilliant! Yeah, see, I did not actually watch the trailer because I started watching it, and then I'm because they were in the bit where they're in the uh, the travel agency getting yeah. things to hell, and I'm like, but I've seen this. There's one episode left. Yeah. So I didn't watch it in kind of terms of spoilers. So my favourite, not, not really for spoilers. My yeah. favourite bit: the perfect shot of all three of them sitting in the car, and the perfect way they would be sitting in the yeah. car with Tulip driving because she's the driving force. She's the one that's going to obviously push yeah. Jesse doing what he wants to do. Jesse in the passenger seat obviously giving directions because that's what he does. He's the one that wants to find God mm-hmm. and in the back Cassie, Cassie dicking about. And I honestly, I honestly, God, I tell you this now, I take back everything I said mm-hmm. from watching the first episode to the last episode that just aired today mm-hmm. or yesterday in the US. I have not watched I, that episode yet. Have you yet. not watched I, it yet? Episode it's, it's, on my, it's on my watch. I did. Yeah, yeah. Good right, I tell you this now and anybody who listens to other Podcasts when I've had a bit of a go with George Gilgan said mm. it wasn't a good casting choice. I take it all back. Mm. He is by far the best piece of casting mm. in any TV series, regardless of what it's based on. I love Preacher. I dedicate my mm. heart and soul to the time of the Preacher. This is the best TV series I have watched in a long time, in a very long time. And that I, little bit, that little bit, if you want to call it the end of season trailer or the trailer for season two or the mid season bit, whatever you want to call it. That little bit where the three of them are sitting in the car reminded me of all my favourite bits of the comic book. Because the best and wittiest dialogue was mm. when they were sitting in the fucking pickup truck. Mm. Cassidy, that uh, Jesse and Tudor would sit in the pickup truck, mm. and Cassidy would be lying in the back, covered under a fucking tarp oh. or a blanket. And I thought they were going to do that, but the fact that he sits up in the back seat, mm. I realised what they were doing because it's far easier to shoot it that and way. And what he's wearing must yeah. make yeah. him very it's happy. Fucking brilliant. He's Finally, he's fighting in the end of the in the in the car. When he pops up, he's wearing the trademark red glasses. He's wearing the sunglasses, yeah. and he's got the fucking jean cut off. Well, he's got the sunglasses. No, no, he's his his although his right, right, okay. trademark glasses. Yeah. yeah, but for me, it's right at the end. The angels are in the bar with the saint with yeah. the saint of killers. We want you to kill somebody. Yeah. No, he's just a cowboy. Yeah, it's just the cow. He's not made the Santa Killers yet. Oh, because right. as you know, as well as I do, he's not made the Santa Killers until Dude, somebody still, else yeah. has a conversation with the devil. And for those of you who haven't read Preacher or don't want to know how the rest of Preacher goes, I don't normally say this, but I suggest you stop listening now, maybe mm. read a couple of Preachers and come back. You need to get up to volume five for this conversation yeah. to make sense. If you're not up, don't listen. <laughs> yeah. But he's not made the Santa Killers until the original Santa Killers, which is the Archangel Michael, Michael is the original angel. Decides to lay down the fiery sword. And the devil goes, well, who am I going to use? And they pick the cowboy, because the cowboy's, cowboy is so angry at God, and so angry at Satan, that he's had his family taken away from him. 
and there's a wonderful bit where he actually spits in the eye of the devil which mm-hmm. is part of an old blue song as well but that bit was fucking good mm. but my favourite bit of that entire trailer other than them sitting in the, the car mm. you see Tulip and Jesse mm. share a kiss yes and it's not forced she doesn't mm. force herself on it so obviously there is some kind of reconciliation there but is it reconciliation for all the things they've done does he know what she did with Cassidy because in no, the TV no, that's series, gonna come in the, yeah, that's going to come. That's going to bite. That's going to them in the arse midway through the season. That's a hell of a lot quicker than it does in the comic. That's what yeah. shocked me about the TV series. TV series, what we episode six, episode seven, Tulip and Cassidy are fucking mm. right. In the comic book, that doesn't happen to like volume four. Volume four, and he pretty much forces himself on her after she thinks Jesse's died. Spoiler in the comic. We don't know what's going to happen in the TV series, but spoiler in the comic. If you haven't read the comic, read the comic. He dies, mm. but he doesn't die. Right, so then Tulip's feeling down and lost and hurt, and she turns to Cassidy, and he basically drugs her up and fucks her. Right, but that little kiss for me, I want that. Mm. What the fuck? Brilliant. Right, every, everything bad I've ever said about Preacher, and it's not been a lot. No, I take back Dominic Cooper. To be fucking fair, awesome, is he is brilliant. I was so Jackie and Holly as Morgan yeah. Kincannon, fucking brilliant. Yeah, Ruth Negger is Tulip. My first part of fucking consternation. Gone. She's mm. brilliant. And my home fucking boy, mm. Joseph Gilgan, mm. Woody, as Cassidy, I am fucking in love. Yeah. I think it's awesome. There's not been a bad episode. There's, There's been some slow episodes. Slow, but, they've not but I wouldn't bad. call it bad. Like, even Flash, last season. There was a couple of bad episodes. Yeah, I thought the pilot of Flash was terrible. I thought, oh, God, oh yeah, no, I agree with you, but I stuck mm. through it because yeah, I yeah, thought we did. Yeah. But the last bit of Comic-Con news, because the other bits are from has been released post-Comic-Con, yeah. uh, is Sherlock Season 4, which was the actual the last panel of the day. Yeah, also, an interesting trailer, because we open with Moriarty. Yeah. Apparently Moriarty's not the big bad in it. No, it's Toby Jones' Toby Jones. character. Yeah. Is Armin Zola, yeah. back again, with a renegade master. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. Um, yeah, a weird kind of tittery, almost Moriarty-mocking half laugh kind of crazy it's kind of playing with the character he played in Doctor Who in that one episode The, the Dream Lord yeah that, that, yeah. that, that, that un- unnerving niceness where you know there's darkness behind it yeah he's very he good was, at doing that yeah. no but he, he, was, he has been and he, he was a very good mannering I'll give him a he was a very good mannering he, he comes off as Mannering in Dad's Army for the American fans is just just because main wearing, man wearing, main wearing. Listen here, Napoleon. That's everything <laughs> all together. Um, I I can't wait. A lot darker, less humour. But obviously, but it's a very also a very dishevelled Sherlock. I think he hasn't quite got over the drugs. Or oh, that might be a bit from the first episode. Maybe yeah. he's gone back undercover again. We don't know. We can only speculate in yeah. a few minutes. But I like the idea that um, I can't remember it. Mrs. Hudson. I should know mm. this because I love fucking Doctor. Doctor Who? Thinking about Jason. Uh, he said it. He said the words. It's recorded. You can't take it back. Thinking about Sherlock Holmes. I love Sherlock Holmes. Mrs. Hudson. Yeah. When she's in the flat and she says, get Nanny. Out. Sorry, she, wrong film. Nanny. <laughs> Is it poison, Nanny? When she says, get out of here. Don't you have to deworm the goat? Wait, get out of here, you reptile. Yeah. And she's clearly talking to Mark Gaz. Mm. Who is... Mycroft. Mycroft, yeah. So what has he done to make her feel like that? Because you know Mrs. Hudson, she doesn't have a bad word to say against anybody. Oh yeah, and she, she even killed her own no, husband. She, and she loved him. She, she no, didn't she, even lose she, her she, shit when holes got shot in her wall. Yeah, 
So, yeah. No, but she hates Mycroft. Yeah. It's on record. But what has he done yeah. for her to use such a reprobate language? bit bile at yeah. someone. Get out of here, you reptile. For a woman of that age, of that standing. Because as we all know, Mrs. Hudson left the flat 20, 22 Baker Street, England would fall. Yes. But I think it is, I think it is that, um, my guess, is that Sherlock's only allowed back in the country to deal with Moriarty. Yeah. And it must get to a point where they, the government has enough and tries to put him, exile him again. Or, perhaps, knowing Sherlock's mind, he decides to run away from the government because it's just more of a game for him. Well, he, he's, he could easily blend into the homeless network. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be much for him. Yeah, exactly, got, yeah. Then he's got John Watson to chase after him. And one of my he, was dead, he was dead for three years. Are we, uh, are we absolutely sure that Moriarty is back from the dead and it's not just a front, though? I think it might I be think a front of something else. I think it's something to do maybe with Toby Jones. Maybe it's a cross star. Now we've got Toby Jones in it. Maybe Moriarty's just a face for Hydra. One can only imagine. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes that, that, joining the Avengers. That or that guy was just an actor and Toby <laughs> Jones is the real Moriarty. You know what? That would I, be pretty I'd quite cool. happily take that because... Yes. No, bless me. I, his... Um, What's his face? His name? I know who you're talking about. The guy who played Moriarty. Yeah. Yeah. I know this because he's a fucking spectre. Yeah. And just Andrew Scott. Andrew, yeah, Andrew Scott, Scott, yeah. Andrew Scott's Moriarty is perfect for Cumberbatch's Sherlock. Mm. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm a fan of this. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I, I personally do love that portrayal. I've it's, always... I've it's always the same shit as when John Sim was the master against... That's kind of why I like it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, everything, everything I've liked about Moriarty when reading the original Sherlock Holmes books is I've respected him. I've been terrified of him, but I've respected him. But Andrew Scott playing Moriarty, I've liked it, but part of me still wants to punch him in the face. Yeah, it's, mm. like I said, it's a perfect but foil like said, for Cumberbatch. But like for Cumberbatch, yeah. But, it's the you same didn't say his name right. It's Bumberquatch. Scumberwatch? Yeah. Blinger Black, Scumberwatch. Butterscotch. You still know who I mean. Mm. Yeah. Cucumber Butterscotch, yeah. Butterscotch flashing, right? You still know who I mean. Cucumber Butterscotch. <laughs> There are hours. There are hours of games in this. <laughs> uh, a whole episode just of that. But, but, uh, but yeah, if to- if Toby Jones did turn out to be real Moriarty, how would that be? That would be brilliant. Because the same thing is when um, when Danny Jr. did his second film and it was Jared Harris playing Moriarty, I'm like, well, don't get much more fucking perfect than this. That was Moriarty. That was marvelous. I yeah. loved that. He was the perfect Moriarty. He was me. absolutely perfect Moriarty. And it's just that oh come on, two can play this game. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. But what I do Boxing like, champion. What I do want to see is more of Watson going a bit rogue. Because my favourite yeah, part of episode three is when he goes into the crack den. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to hurt me with a knife from that far away. Look, you're getting this close. Bang, bang, bang. You broke my arm. You broke my arm. <laughs> no, I didn't. Mm. I only fractured it. Look, believe me, I'm a doctor. Yeah, but you're, you love that bit. Yeah, but you also, also as well. He, he pops, like, he pops the up man, in the train. The man in the first episode of season three when Watson's mm. going after. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. The man whose arm he fractures in yeah. the crack there. Do you know who that is? Who? That's Fior from Preacher. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smooth. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, in yeah. nicely. <laughs> oh yeah, I was going to say he was in, but I, I was, what was I was thinking? Yeah, he, I was just saying he pops up again in the trailer, so he, yeah, he is still, um, so he's still, still, there, yeah. still, still Sherlock's ward. Yeah, but he keeps saying he's Sherlock Holmes, doesn't he? He keeps saying yeah. he's as smart as Sherlock and he can do what Sherlock does. So it's interesting if he's not just. No, but even Sherlock humours him because he, he does make some pretty good deductions. Which must also get on John's tits. Yeah. Because John wants to be inside of Sherlock Holmes. Yes, he does. Let's not face it. I mean, let's not deny it. Let's all face it. It's a sliver. <laughs> but I do actually have 
some Netflix news. A trailer for a Netflix series called The Get Down. That is basically the premise. Uh, one, the main actor from Dope is in it. It looks very good. Is De Niro in it? No. Then I refuse to believe a 70s New York. <laughs> <laughs> How very dead. Does Pacino have a hand in it? No. Then I refuse to believe a 70s New <laughs> Are you doing what? Did you guys not get, watch the trailer? No. Because oh. you sprung this on me the last fucking minute. It was sprung fucking Legion on me as well. I'm sorry. It's alright there. Well, to be fair, he didn't spring Legion on you, just the internet denied you Legion. I looked up Legion, San Diego Comic Con, and I got people dressed up as Paul Bettany. I went, well, fuck that. Really, I just, I just typed in Legion, and it was the first thing that came and up. I'm like, oh, that's... Well, for you guys... Um, I, I got a lot I, of I'm Legionnaires disease, but that's neither here nor there. I'm looking forward to it. It does generally look quite good. Netflix generally is very good for a season. It looks a bit more drama with some levity. It's about the music scene in the 70s, uh, through young artists trying to get out of... Of, so of, similar of, to vinyl of Harlem, uh, basically. Is it more hip hoppy? Very. Well, so, it was seventies, so it'd be soul. Oh, and sweet. Stuff. I was about to say hip hop yeah. in the seventies. Yeah. It fucking happened. Very, uh, very late. Very, very late seventies. Still happened in the seventies. Mm. I will dig out all my hip hop records because I own hip hop records. I own records, kids. Not, not enough to like base an entire. Series I'm sorry, I've you had wax cylinder discs. Well, yeah, but they're for prayer. <laughs> The other two are both teaser trailers. Um, Bad Santa 2. Uh, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton back, back in the Santa costume. It's more of the same, it's but I like July, it. for Christ's sake. Yeah, but, and it's coming out in November. What? Well, yeah, yeah, what? Advertise early. <laughs> and the other one is obviously Train Spotting 2. Which is just them on the... Pl- all of them back on the platform mirroring the shot from I, the I feel we need to get... Mr. Uh, Thomas Dennett Cook on this to talk about this because he wrapped it up so wonderfully in his Off the Reels live yeah. podcast where the original teaser trailer was footage from Trainspotting mm-hmm. and then coming soon from the director of Slumdog Millionaire. Now it says coming soon from the director of Trainspotting. I think they might have been listening to the podcast, Carl, because we did take a good ten yeah. minutes going ripping. You can't shit. say that. You directed Slumdog Millionaire, you know, a heartwarming tale. Oh, and, and poverty he, versus... No, he went, he went Slumdog Millionaire, 127 hours, then, then train spotting. Yeah. So, heartwarming tale of a, million, of, of a poor boy who finds love and gets money. A heartwarming tale of redemption where a man trapped, cuts his own arm off. And that and reminds me of, that, of my last bit of news, actually. Sorry, I just want to talk really, 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 really quickly about the uh, train spotting too. No, 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 continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. I like the fact that the way that they did it, you can obviously see the whole age. And there was somebody missing. Because he died. Who? I'm really looking forward to it. Which one died? Yeah, who died? All all of the characters there are still alive. No, but the guy that died in the first train spotting, I can't remember his name. I can't remember. Oh, fuck six. Um, No, I don't think it was fuck six. Tommy. Close. Tommy, Tommy, yeah. yeah. But well, he was originally saying the original transporting. Yeah, he was he was on the platform. Not, yeah. Not in, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on the platform. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't originally. He was five of them. And that's what that's what Tom no yeah. no relation. That's what Tom was saying during the uh, podcast off the, rails, we did, yeah. off the rails, going well. They're all back, and we were like, not, not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the fact they've all very physically aged. Especially Just for me, that was yeah. For me, that was perfect. Again, as I was trying to say, well, Johnny, it's actually, to be honest with you, Johnny Lee Miller looks the most the same. Of course of he would. Yeah. He made a bet with the devil a long time ago to share half of his soul with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. The fucking porcelain sick skin boy bastard. Looks, sick boy looks... Uh, sick! Yeah. Sick boy looks ill. Yeah. Renton looks like 
Ren- it, no, no, Luke's just like, it just looks like, like yeah, McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, McGregor. Like, like he just wandered, yeah, just, yeah. just wandered off the train. Am I here? Yeah, oh, there's a camera, right. But I like it, and uh, it does pique my interest. For and I, I admire the balls to actually call it T2 as well. Yeah. Because that's going to get confusing on IMDb. No, I like it. I really, really like that it. That is for the stoner audience who's going, let's watch, t- oh, look, T2. I don't remember, I don't remember you and McGregor being in this. Where's Arnie? <laughs> what? Why is that Terminator unit smacking up? It's also why the reason that they called the next Sharknado the Fourth Awakens. Oh. Yeah. Right, the bit of news that I wanted to get your guys' in reaction is um, Seth Rogen was obviously interviewed talking about Fringe. All right, I'll be very quick. Uh, Seth Rogen was interviewed and asked um, who originally was going to be cast for Cassidy because it wasn't actually... Um, Joe Gilgan. No, not Cassidy. Um, Jesse. Jesse it, was, it wasn't it, Dominic Cooper. No. Originally, it was going to be his partner in crime... Uh, Mr. James Franco. Oh, you can get oh, how fucking hell. How bad would that have been? I can see Franco quite happily his arse face. Yeah. Every night in my dreams, <laughs> as I take a shotgun to his smirking no, white no. face. Franco is fantastic at playing an arrogant twat. He does it so well. That's why he's going to so, be good against so, Brian so Cranston well. in um, what is it? So you so you chose him or something like no, that. It's, why him? Why him? Why him? Yeah. No, but so you wanted to get the reaction as if Franco had played Jesse Cust. Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't have been as good as Franco it is. Franco doesn't even have Dylan face. At least fucking mm. Dominic Cooper's got Dylan face. He has a recognisable face. Even if you shaved all his hair off, mm. if Dominic Cooper was as smooth as a freshly pieced, polished bit of bone or an egg, mm. you still know it was Dominic Cooper because he's got that face. Yes. But you can't. Not James Franco do that. Too angular, too cocky, no. And it's too meta just getting your friends involved. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No. Yeah, but Don't cast someone because you... Because then who shows up as Cassidy? A thin Danny McBride? I should fucking hope not. No, it'll be Michael Sarah. Oh. Or oh. McLovin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> My inside just churned there. Uh, I think we're going to have to might have to do a reverse casting couch on this on the next episode. See how bad we can make oh. Preacher. But that's all the news. Um, Bruce Willis is Jesse Custer. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Justin Gordon-Levitt is a young Jesse Custer. Terry Crews is Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at that, actually. No, no. Um, Ricky Gervais is Cassidy. Oh! oh. Fucking ruined it. Oh. Melissa McCarthy is Tulip. No, no, no. Yeah. Helen Bottom Carter. As oh, she'd be too quirky, far too quirky as Chula, which would kind of work, and we don't want it to work. <coughs> Steve Carell as the Saint of Killers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Zach Galifianakis as the Saint of Killers. No, Zach Galifianakis is Odin Quinn Cannon. Oh, clearly. clearly. Oh, no, I'll give you that. Pee Wee Herman as the Saint of Killers. <laughs> bang, bang. Literally Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Not Paul Rubin. No, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, Pee Wee Herman and the Santa Killers. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Riding around in oh, a horse on the bike. Oh. A <laughs> um, little bit of housekeeping. Uh, the next Off the Reels is on August. Should really look this up. First weekend of August, we have special guest host Dan Chapman. Hello. So it will be Off the R- PTP presents Off the Reels. Pop Culture Podcast presents Off the Reels. In the Dragon Ball yeah. live Sunday night recorded at 8pm come down you can be part of the recording procedure 
Uh, that, is August, that is August the 7th. Yeah. That is three days after our beer gets blessed in the pub. That's a different story for a different time. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, the beer in the Dogman Bull's getting blessed. We have a preacher coming in. You imagine how fucking excited I am. <laughs> Are you going to dress as Jesse? No, I'm going to dress as Cassidy. Just for freaking <laughs> the fuck out. Because the guy that we have, yeah. right, and he's lovely, but this freaked me out. I met him today. I'm pretty sure he's not going to listen to this. He's lovely, but he looks like Dominic Cooper. Oh, wow. He has a bit of a beard and big hair. It's and meant he, to be. For him. Yeah, it's meant to be. He walked yeah. into the dog and bull to talk to Mark today yeah. about the whole procedure of blessing the bear, and I thought I was in an episode of Preacher. You've no idea how excited I got. I put my sunglasses on and started to smoke fiberglass and drink runoff from an air conditioning unit. <laughs> it was marvellous. Um, well, that's everything. Follow me on Twitter at Halfline1989. Follow me at the Good Reverend. Cause, no, follow me at uh, <laughs> Dan Blues and Booze. Dan Blues. John's not on Twitter. I, I am. I just don't use it. You, you, you just follow it. me to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been Cara Ireland. I've been Dan Chapman. I've been John Byrne. And we'll catch you all in two weeks. I need to go and wee.